After we had conferred with the Twin Leopards and had our meeting, even Gelinor was forced to accept that regardless of whether or not he you know, personally likes the group of us or believes in our ability, he doesn't, still doesn't have much choice. They're completely blind when they go into the jungle. And you've certainly been effective so far. Nobody can argue that one, having taken down, what, five, six of these assorted Cinderclaw totems now? I think five. At first, just pick, uh, keeping them as little tiny pocket objects, but then eventually destroying them completely so that you know, Renato's not disappointed in you. <laughs> so as you made your way out of the Leopard Clan meeting, back down to Nikita and Renavo, who were waiting after everyone had been turned out except for the five of you and the Twin Leopards. You kind of have your little your little Acrevel fan club waiting for you. Valia, Renali, Renavo, Nikita, all standing around waiting. And I believe we had also briefly told them the outcome of everything, that there wasn't much left that can be done. Uh, there isn't much left that they can do, rather, and there isn't much left for you to do. Nikita would jump in with this. Well, I suppose with that, then, everyone knows what it is we need to do. And there's not much, unfortunately, for us to do other than to help resupply you, uh, give you arrows and food, and replace any netting or anything, any netting or tents or any supplies that you, we have, of course, are at your disposal. You have done so much for us already, it is the absolute least that we can do to make sure you are well stocked. But what you tell of this mine out to the east, it's, it is worrisome. I am inclined to agree with my father. And uh, Renavo would not stop for it. Yes, this certainly is something that must be dealt with, but alone? Just the seven of you, that... Well, certainly, um, if we are, if our goal was to eradicate every cinder claw there, uh, which, please don't misunderstand me, so it certainly be, I suppose, useful. But um, I, I think our goal should be to negate the totem uh, in as uh, safe a manner as possible. Uh, and uh, with the totems destroyed, the blinding curtain does seem to recede. If we can destroy enough of the totems, uh, and particularly that one there. Um, then the way becomes open for the Ekujai hunters to strike at the Cinderclaw's operation. Uh, and I think, uh, uh, if I may say so, I imagine your hunters, particularly uh, Gelinor, is probably going a bit stir-crazy waiting for his opportunity to help. It's pretty notable that Gelinor would be the only one who hadn't come down here to, uh, he just made his way back out. Renavo would nod. Gelinor has a hard time waiting, especially when it is his lands that he has pledged to protect. Of course. No, I, I, I can understand his, his frustration. Um, we here, he, 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 we are basically taking up his job. Uh, so I, I imagine uh, his frustration with us definitely comes from something of that. Uh, that being said, um, perhaps you can speak to him and mention this opportunity uh, will come soon. That might... And, uh, feel better. almost kind of interrupting that, a group of three or four Ekujai children come running up towards the pack of you, uh, pointing 
and calling out to each other at Rur as they come up. But the Birdman! The Birdman has come back in Mwangi. Uh, all coming up, gathering around, very excited about Rur's return. And Renato just kind of laughs and looks down and just shrugs. The Universal, what can you do? <laughs> well, let it certainly be said that we understand what you have done for us. And beyond that, it seems that very mo- at the very least, Rur's presence has done good to impress that not all outsiders mean bad. It was merely a competition. It, it was for fun, but I'm glad that children seem to have gotten so much enjoyment out of it. You have left quite an impression on a lot of them. It did not a day goes by I do not hear speak of the bird man immune to the peppers and the heat. Well, as long as you keep providing peppers, I'll keep eating them. Now, you speak Mongi, yes? Yes. They believe that uh, you could climb into a volcano unharmed. Perhaps you entertain them for a moment with stories and we figure out what we can do. I'll see what I can do. And, uh, at that, Malko, one of the girls that you had uh, danced with at the very beginning of the arrival in Ackerville, comes speeding up after the group of kids, just like waving her hands, calling after him, blushing, though it's kind of hard to see in her dark face, apologizing profusely to her that these, the horde of children has escaped and come to a costume. Slowly being consumed in the. You're not really bigger ocean. than them, yeah. honestly. So you're like, how tall is Rare? Oh, it's probably like 3'5". He's probably a little bit taller than most of them. These are... They can talk. That's about the extent of the kid. Like, a single-digit age is still rushing around yeah, super excited. Down a number. You're so cute! Oh my god, I didn't realize you were that small. Yeah, halflings are tiny. They're literally <laughs> half as tall as a person. So, as you all deal with the kids, Nikita steps back in. This... While defending these lands and these jungles are something that uh, our people have done for generations upon generations, the fight against the Cinder Claws is one that is new to us. And this mine, this mine is also very much new to us. Hmm. This did not exist even a few weeks before your arrival. They must have acted with some haste to dig this out. That is really phenomenal, because the size of that mine is... Concerning. Very large. And uh, Renavo just kind of slaps Nikita on the shoulder as she jumps in there. Don't interrupt. And she just... <laughs> I have some ideas about that, actually. I'm starting to wonder whether or not the direct approach may not be the right idea. Well, we've got to scout it out a bit more. I mean, we only saw it for like a total of five minutes. We need to figure out what the terrain is like and how far back we have to push to get to the river. The river? Yes, the river. Uh, oh, we walked from the, we walked from near the river, didn't we? It was quite a roundabout route, but, uh, but why would it matter? Because if we can figure out how far the river is from the mine, it's possible we might be able to flood it from underneath. It wouldn't really help us to get to the totem. 
And by what you told us, the mine was in a hill above the creek, no? Uh, they dug down quite a ways, but I'm not sure if they went below the river line. I don't know either, but I want to find out. Hmm. Perhaps Esfis can scout that and check the height. It would uh, give us a potential avenue for attack, I suppose, if we could overtly engineer a canal. And, uh, I'm not sure how we're going to do that. Uh, well, being able to breathe water and shape the earth does help. I wonder who could do that. Denali would step in. This could perhaps be a plan. Uh, if Esfos could scout, I worry about the other totem, uh, assuming it is a totem causing that strange swamp just some miles east of their mine. The Cinder Claws have come after the group of us several times now. Uh, surely they are aware that these totems are being dealt with and that they are being pushed back. Mm, certainly. I worry that if we take this totem so close to their mine, they would have time to organize. This, this resume is a good idea. Perhaps Esves and I can head and scout the mine and prepare while the rest of you deal with that last totem, so we are ready to strike immediately. That's a good idea. We need to know all of the the land and natural features we possibly can. Any advantage that we can get, it's, it's their territory, but it's your territory more than anything. You know it better than anyone, so if anyone can find us an advantage we can use, it would be you. No, Valia jumps in. If I would, I believe this to be a fairly sound plan. We don't know what the Cinderclaws are capable of, but if they develop this entire mining operation within the space of sounds to be less than a month, in addition to all of these totems they've set up, they have both clearly very powerful magics behind them, as well as perhaps more organization than we wanted to give them credit for. This dual approach here, this division, scouting the mine while we deal with the totem in the swamp, I think will give us the best odds of survival here. No matter what we decide to do with the totem or how we can get into the mine itself, if they're given a chance to organize and marshal proper defenses for it, no way it will be easy. Of course. It also, um, we don't know how big the blindness effect is around totems, and if we don't get rid of the other totem and we uh, get in the mine and block that totem, the Agadji still may not be able to get in anyway, so probably be good to get rid of the other one. Of course. No, it makes perfect sense. Um... Then in that case, uh, let me think on it for a minute. Uh, in the morning, I'll deliver a list of uh, what I think would be appropriate. I'll drop a plan and see if uh, we can uh, gather intelligence along those lines. I don't suppose you'd be able to supply me with some hide armor. Uh, really anything. I've been, of course. I've been training to use it and- She's come along well, actually. We have uh, plenty of armor for the hunters and that that we use for all sorts of various purposes to defend our lands when it comes necessary uh, when we must rally we do. And we'll be more than happy to give you some of our Akujai protections. Thank you. Um, another thought occurs. Um, given that we know that this totem is in uh, a swamp, and given that we are here in Ackervel uh, with all the resources here to prepare for it, um, perhaps we could actually construct uh, a form of mobile cover um, a wall uh, and, and uh, with a, a, an overhang for shelter, we could mount it onto pontoons 
and with Resme's magic, trans uh, transport it uh, to the totem swamp and use it to protect ourselves while we assault the totem. And, uh... We talk over now, though, kind of turns out to Nikita, and... Wang, and Wangi says, uh, what does he mean by, and then pontoon? Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, a mobile read readout. Uh, something to give us cover that we can use... Oh, pontoon. Um, small covered boat. Uh, he'll say it in Elven. And uh, Vanava would nod. It will make the barrier float so we can push it through the swamp without having to drag it through the water. Ah, this... I see. This sounds like a good plan. Uh, it's part of his Gary siegecraft. Uh, there's a lot of rivers. And, uh... Valia, quite impressed. That's... Honestly brilliant thinking. I've been around. Hmm. So you seem to have... Well, how would we construct such a thing? Do we have the material or something to put uh, together like that? All we need is timber and uh, ways to lash it together. Uh, surely, um, Zoranabo, it. it can be shaped, and also uh, to that that would be very useful. Uh, it may save us the need to go find pitch or how do you seal canoes here? Surely you you transport. I've actually I haven't seen any ekujai transport on the water, but and Nikki does kind of shrug. Um, well. We do not have much use for many kinds of boats. Uh, occasionally, the rivers will serve us better than the jungles do, but it, we do not frequently have goods or things to transport along, and people here move as easily across the land as a boat on the water. Mm, uh, of course, of Even course. easier, as we're not limited in direction. Well, the magic, uh, with Resume's magic would serve fine, actually. Uh, I can go ahead and uh, draw up the plans, and uh, with... Uh, simple uh, planks, uh, we should be able to c construct well enough. Well, considering Resume's magic just to shape the wood, we wouldn't need to seal it at all. It could simply just be made of a singular piece. Exactly. Uh, yes, a, it's, a it's... sheet of wood, a boat of a solid log. Hollow, though. Hollow, of course. We don't need it being extra heavy. But with all of this put together, you could even anchor it together with the, the same spell. The magic is very fluid. Spectacular. This so would be a, easy. With a pretty decent uh, plan together here to build this this sort of mobile cover. Uh, a bit more detailing and back and forth in the specifics of how this would work would occur, but it, it seems to be that you would be able, uh, they would certainly be able to provide you with the wood and the materials to create a decent mobile sh mobile shelter from the totem's blast as you move down the swamp. Correct. And if there are... Uh any imperfections, I can mend those magically as well. Now at this point, it is late afternoon, and after your meeting with the uh, Twin Leopards... This Nikita, is the same day that we got back. This is the same day that you got to Acromel, yeah, it's still that first day. Uh, you guys would be provided with an assortment of refills for anything that you would need in your in your goods, your a arrows, bag of peppers. a bag of peppers, <laughs> normal people trail rations... <laughs> and filled water skins and whatnot uh, to put back in your bag of holding the transport. Uh, really, anything that you have that they would need. And uh, Renavo would be able to find you a set of hide armor as well. That's, uh, of course, very much in the Ekujai style. So it is, while fairly simple in structure, it is covered with a variety of dark but multicolored panels across it. 
Uh, almost decorative, almost to give it a second layer of scaled, like, hardwooded protection across the outside of it. And he jokes, it is fortunate that you two are elf, for incising may be hard. Uh, yes, uh, it is indeed. Um, Doran, do you think we could put, um, one of our, uh, runes that we've been saving, uh, into this? I should be able to transfer it, uh, with some, with some material expense. Um, hmm... I wonder if perhaps uh, Aquaville may have some of that at its disposal. Um, so, uh, I'm, and I'll step out of character for this. Um, would they be able to su supply uh, materials to facilitate transferring a rune? Well, the, the bad news is they really don't have a whole lot of traditional magic mm. at their disposal here. But the good news is that Nikita is one of the few among the Ekujai clans who does. Uh, the linguist, and she does have some magical supplies. It's not much. She can't provide you with a ton more than that, but she could give you the, the things that you would need to transfer lesser potency rune out of that head armor. Perfect. I, I have some stuff um, in the wagon I brought with us from uh, Breach Hill 2. I was just considering the uses, the, the expenses of necessary yeah. equipment to move it. Yeah, but uh, yes, no, certainly we should be able to go and uh, carve that over. Yes, I'm, I'm thinking having me as a, if I'm go, especially without Esphus here, I might have to take a more active role in the battle than I would be used to, so I would like to be as protected as I can. Oh, buddy and I will do our best <laughs> to make sure that is not required. Um, I don't know, I can be pretty tough now. Like, I'm also really good at standing in front of you, so if you, uh, if you, if, if there's any option, uh, I would prefer if you were like, if I can still see you, you're probably too close. <laughs> <laughs> um, Severin will go, I don't know. She's been turning into a really big bird and eating all my food. I don't think that helps. <laughs> I look at Severin, I shrug. He looks at me, he shrugs too. They don't believe. You're going to have to prove yourself again. <laughs> so. Nothing like picking you up from the dead to really, really push me in the right direction. <laughs> we're, we're, we're... You only had to do it like once. Yes, mm -hmm. that, that encounter with those vampiric sloths is something that I hope to forget at some point. Oh, but... we talk I was talking about the other time <laughs> I had to pick her up from the dead. But that too, that too. I suppose, well, we yes. Surprise! What did you want from me? I didn't expect giant whatever they were to come dropping down on our sleep. Or the boggarts to come out of the break through the door either. It's usually yeah, the things yeah. that we don't expect when you yeah. wind up getting hit pretty hard. Mm -hmm. uh, keep the armor on. You've been doing well. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, we'll, we'll work on... Uh, Turning into a pterodactyl? Well, I was going to say finding your dragon soul, but we can turn in... I, I have no idea how to turn into a pterodactyl, I can actually. do it. See? I'm already cooler than you. Well, what am I even here for, then? But I've been conjugating all my draconic verbs. I've already memorized 128 of them. Well done. So you have the authoritative as well as subservient forms. Master Dalren, I'm always subservient to you. Uh, you have to remember authoritarian rose is force. There's only two tenses in draconic. But, but, but that would be disrespectful. Uh, yes, but you have to learn it. Otherwise, how are you to have minions? All good dragons need minions. You're right. How are you going to talk to Zerkin Snuggles? <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about it that way. If you talk to Cobalt with a subservient form, they won't know what to make of you. I right. literally may not understand you. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't have to know if we're speaking of it. <laughs> well, that's how they would talk to each other, I would imagine. 
Oh, no, no, pecking order. The pecking big kobolds order. use the door <laughs> the smaller kobolds. Pecking like, order. The kobold society is just a pyramid. It's just a pyramid. Really? <laughs> That's how all Draconic works, actually. That's there fair. are no peers in Draconic. Above or below. It's, it's bigger dragon, subservient. I'm the bigger dragon, authoritative. That's how it works. Like Japanese. Everyone's somewhere. That's actually true. Uh, Dragons are Japanese. <laughs> the, the, the leap you I mean, that's not made, wrong. I'm I mean, really... Like... Yeah, okay. That's not incorrect. Yeah, it's true. No, there's actually <laughs> not very few all dragons come so, from Japan. So you would need to, uh, tomorrow, if you wanted to spend another day in Acreville, working to uh, transfer a rune over and give everyone a, a, a full day to actually rest, rest and, you know, get proper meals and not... Be roughing it through a rainy jungle constantly. Nice. You could rest easily tonight, which is probably that day. I'm probably keeping track of what day it is. You suck at this. What do you have? I just rock here. I, 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 I literally wrote my last journal entry with late for rest. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I let like you literally? You've been like, we've been wandering through a rainforest for almost three in-game weeks, so. Even the GM has somewhat lost track of the passage of time at this point. Like, like our routine has been like I'm, travel, sleep, travel, fight for well, your lives. Travel. Pretty sure <laughs> it's the twenty first of first when you wake up is what I have anyway on my paper. I'll We're take nowhere. It. Tick, and tick tick tick. Relatively you speaking. could, you uh, Dalren could spend that day attempting to move the rune over uh, to the new hide armor. So you want to give me a crafting check there. It's a seventh level rune or a sixth level rune? I think it's sixth. Uh, that's a 21. I can assist if you want. Oh, I mean, sure. Yeah, that'll work. You trained? Yeah. Can you? Okay. Are you, uh, okay. Yeah, I'll let you assist him. You don't have the feats to do it, I don't think, but. Not to assist with Oh, it's moving around. Right. 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 I was thinking you're making one for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. give me a crafting check. My mind was a creation. Yeah, that's a 25. Okay, so with a, uh, with a 23, throughout the course of the day and with some assistance from what Nikita has available, you would be able to move a lesser potency rune over from, I don't know, whatever armor you're pulling it off of. Her shirt. Oh, your shirt that you had previously onto this new hide armor to enhance it. <laughs> Smack it onto like the my, my tr- It's my like track that, outfit. but a day-long process. My track outfit. Uh, <laughs> and while Dalren and Rur are working on that, Resume um, and Buddy, what are you guys doing in Ackerville? I'm going to be working on the, re- the readout. Um, I'm going to be finding... Uh, wood shaping. The wood, and- yes. Okay. And uh, Renavo would be able to source a pretty good amount of wood, uh, both some entire, almost full timber trunks to use. Uh, They do not have anything akin to planks. Basically, everything they work with the wood is much more raw and natural. Uh, The closest they would have to that are large strips of, like, thick, hardened bark, Mm -hmm. which is largely their equivalent from these trees, but they don't have any actually worked planks, but you wouldn't need them anyway because you have your wood shaping thing. Mm -hmm. You can spend the day uh, drawing upon that magic to kind of place this thing together here. And uh, why don't you give me a crafting check as well? I know you're doing it with with magic and all of that, but still the... Uh, oh, okay. If, if, if actual crafting is going to be needed, then um, we're probably going to need supervision for you. Because I don't think you can craft well. well uh, I mean, worst case scenario, she messes it up and we just try again the next time. Yeah, so you can wood shape it back. I just to see how good of a thing comes out of this. Sure. Uh, not very good. Um, <laughs> I am not good at this. A ten. A ten. 
So while she has, and that's exactly what it is. While you have this magic that will guide you, you really have no idea. You just end up fusing how, the trees together. Yeah, like, how to good? build like the structure of uh, a thing that you're looking for. <laughs> like you understand the concept of what Dalren wants, but would lore engineering not, help? You have lore engineering, yeah, absolutely. So that my instead. brother has lore engineering. So can I channel ancestral memories? Because that's something he how, specifically how often has. How can you do that? Uh, I can do it for ten minutes. Uh, uh, and then focus. Does it work on lores? Or I, thought, I thought it only worked on non-lores. No, I picked lores at the beginning of character creation that made sense for him because of who his character okay. is. If he has lore engineering he that fits for him, then you would be able, I think, to refocus while working on this. So yeah. you kind of can go in and out of it. That's with, uh, with what focus. I was thinking. Yeah, we can use, so use your lore engineering modifier instead of your crafting modifier on whatever you just in rolled. In which case... Um... That is fine. That makes sense. Okay, great. Or rolling and we do that too. Oh, I got the same, same thing. thing. Uh, that, but that's a 19 now. Okay. So you <laughs> would... Very big difference. Yeah. I mean, the good news is the way you're building is not entirely complicated. It's functionally just a floating barricade. It's a floating barricade. That you could keep in front of you. So so what you have is a, a fairly sturdy, fairly large... How big do you want this to be is the question, I suppose. Because you know you're pushing it through a swamp. I was going to assume it was going to be like cover for one square, but are you wanting larger than that? No. Because like any two. larger, you're definitely going to run the risk of not having anywhere to push it. Just I mean, two squares is probably safe, 10 feet. That way two people can stand behind it, and also two people can push it at the same time. Okay. So we actually get some movement out of it. And if we build it tall enough, we'll be able to shelter four people behind yeah, it. Yeah, you so end up with around probably a seven and a half to eight foot tall yeah. uh, barricade of interconnected bark that her magic is drawn together. Uh, placed on a trio, one on each end and one centered, of hollowed wooden pontoons so that this thing could drift in the swamp water fairly easily and should not really be any difficulty to press or to push forward. The thing is not massively solid, but it doesn't need to be because the goal is to block the line of sight from the totem so it just does not shoot in the first place. Mm -hmm. I'd imagine the whole thing ends up being like a two by four thick. Do you want me to camouflage it? Do you want me to camouflage it? Oh no, no, I don't think we'll be able to successfully um, deceive anyone who's with a modicum of intelligence looking at us using it. How many roars These... could we fit in there? She'll start going. <laughs> Roll for math. We could like put a chair right on the inside so we can sit right there while we. <laughs> a little eye slot. Eye slot. So you just sit in the front I, I would and watch. Get blasted Give him a little driving wheel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't do anything. Yeah, no, it's not gonna do anything. No, it does nothing. <laughs> he, he, he just pretends like he's steering. And uh, Buford, as you left the Knockerville here, what are you up to with your day here? Well, they're working on ring transfer and she's building a thing. I was gonna help her with that thing. Well, she actually has it pretty well in her hand here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to be setting my armor in patches of sunshine and then laying out and slowly de-wrinkling as I've been in my armor that has been wet for so long. And my feet are just tiny little prunes now. Oh, my God. Definitely <laughs> have minor trench run at this point. So I'm just going to be laying in the sun. I probably have some clothes on, <laughs> and I'm going naked. to and I'm going to try and deep prune, <laughs> and also just, probably just nap because I've been just, walking around a lot. Laying <laughs> out on this upper level as in the sunlight as you can get. And much of Acrevel is built to be shaded. Yeah, so that's why um, I have my armor various, you know, yeah, spots, and then I around. move it. Patch of sun, I move it along every couple of minutes. <laughs> uh, Valia would at some point come by and see your armor just you spread it across a like twenty foot area of the platform, and you just laying there, 
Not wearing a whole lot. Um. I'm. I'm sorry, Sir Bates, not, not to interfere, but are you alright? Sure am. I'm better than I've been in weeks. Man, I'm starting to dry out. You know, there's some, like, weird smells coming out from my armor, and I'm hoping they'll go away soon. <laughs> I wonder if bleach exists yet. <laughs> Press the digitation. And she pauses for several moments and of looking around to this different piece of armor. Well, I, uh, um, Right. <laughs> Your insistence on wearing full metal knight's plate armor throughout a rainforest is uh, admirable, at the very least. That's a surprising amount of dedication, I'm sure, to, to uh, keep with that. Well, you know, it's a lot harder to kill me if I'm wearing plate armor. Well, that's correct, of course, but it would be equally hard to kill you where you're wearing something a bit lighter and more maneuverable. That's ridiculous. I mean, have you ever tried to shoot someone with plate armor? It's real hard. I can't look at you. Look, I mean, look at look at that. There's like so many areas over there that someone could just slice right off She doesn't right really like have her armor on at the moment. She doesn't have anything. Right. And while, of course, I am not trying to malign the capabilities of full plate to well, deflect arrows from a distance, of course, is largely what it's designed to do, for seizures and whatnot. I I can't say I think we've come across much of that here in the Longy Expanse. Not yet we haven't. We're probably due for some. Uh, Sir Bates, I'm not entirely sure that's accurate. Well, have you seen any yet? This is like tornado insurance. It's good to have, just in case the tornado comes by. Well, that's only applicable if you're in an area prone to tornadoes, I would imagine. There's no sense in insuring against something that's impossible. I mean, you don't know if it's impossible. I mean, it just hasn't happened yet. She just kind of reaches down and pulls her little book out. It's storm etiquette. <laughs> I did like the ominous thunder as soon as you said yet. Just in the background, a nice distant. It is rumble. thunderstorming decently hard here, so it's not completely impossible. It knocks our power out just as it gets a forewarning. Uh, but as she flips through and stops and reads something for a moment, there's always just. Besides, it's good training, you know, it keeps them fit. Right. So, Bates, well, that is an interesting uh, view indeed that I had not considered and I suppose I will leave you to your business very good if you uh, I, I can tell you know it's already working because that like you know I can tell you're not trying to hold your nose like you normally are but I'm not sure if that's because the armor or not so I think it's working I think it's working. And then I'll like try and shuffle the armor just so it's in, the, in the sun still. <laughs> Go around and poke each little individual piece a little further along. So with the day of preparation, so you'd have another couple weeks of rations in your bag of holding. Uh, any torches or anything you'd use, they could resupply as well as this is restocked up on arrows. And near the end of the day, when everyone's finishing everything up, Renali would come back and find you all again as you're 
coming together for the evening. So, um, how are we going to do this? Do we need more time? Are we... Well, I suppose we could leave the next day um, and head out cross-country. Um, here, I've driven up a, I, I've drawn up a, a list of plans that I think uh, for Esphus to go and try to scout out. He can keep an eye on that. How do we want to design... I, I know Esphus is very capable at moving by himself through the, through the forest, but should we give him someone to support him just in case? Uh, perhaps... I uh, was planning on heading with him. What magic I have, though it is not much use in a fight, it is much more useful for, well, hiding and staying hiding. I believe I can at least help keep him safe. Allow and us you, to get you're near. probably the only one that can keep up with him. That guy can scoot right along. And uh, if we need to... Uh... If we need somebody to scout, I, I can do that. All right, very good. Uh, and certainly you've been adept at setting up camp, so I, I think we'll be okay without Renali or Esfis. So, very good. Well, perhaps then we we can leave tomorrow. Start making our way so that by the time you reach the totem in the swamps just past, maybe we n will know something. Maybe we can be ready. Yes, uh, very good. Um, so Dalren is, um, woke up with warfare lore this morning. Uh, so he'll drop, like, a list of, of things, thinking about, like, you know, how are we going to siege this place, look for patrols, look for, for command structure, look for good distractions. The military he now, he now breathes the air. <laughs> I had to pick a mercenary gig back, like, in my 30s because I got marooned someplace. Where there's supply chains come in from. Yeah. Who they contact? Can we hit those? Like There you go. The whole kitten caboodle. He'll drop, everything. like, he'll basically drop guerrilla warfare handbook. Please... Please take these boxes. Take these, learn all of this stuff and come back. Why do they need all of this gold? Is a good answer. It's a good question to possibly find out. Where is it going? It's not a bad one either. To buy more and, grass. And how will we mess them up by taking it away from them? Yeah, well, I'm actually much... kind of curious because there, no one uses money here, so. Maybe it they want the poison. so laced. Maybe the poison's the goal and not the gold. Imagine mining gold for our For our <laughs> Stupid yellow it's, rocks. It's just, it's just dumb enough to be something Cinder Club That's might actually mean. do. Like, like dish we set up a massive gold mining operation to take out the tiny amounts of arsenic that are lacing it, and it's still no, it's not, not even that strong poison. It's like, not to take it out. It's to put laced gold into the economy. Yeah. What economy? There is no economy. They're making one. They're making it. That's Look, what they need all the gold for. Stay with us, God. Really, their entire plan is just to set up a Burger King somewhere near enough to Ockerville to generate interest and get the flow of coin going. I can see, like, the Cinderclaws approaching, like, the Demon Hunter tribe of Half-Orcs and trying to convince them to start an economy. Like, no, it's very simple. You use shiny rocks in exchange for whatever you want. It's like, why can't I just, like, trade what we want? No, no, shiny rock's better because it, it fits in your pocket, see? We will call it take Claw it. Mark. And, Claw and Mark. It, it's customary to lick each piece before you take it. <laughs> They're like, it's, an, it's just an economic scheme. <laughs> it is. Like, exactly what All it the Cinder Claws are here to do is try to instill <laughs> capitalism. <laughs> because they know that's it's the truth. It's more heinous than we ever could have imagined. We just thought they were trying to summon a dragon god. No, no. Capitalism. 
That's what they My needed. god, they have to be stopped. <laughs> That's what they needed the portal for so they could spread their economy. That's it. That's it right there. We all know that feudalistic monarchy is the proper way to organize everything. We must put a stop to this immediately. So, with the most of your day's preparations behind you, you, I imagine, would be largely set the following morning. And some light rain falling, as it almost always is, but pretty much entirely avoiding Acrovel thanks to the weave of leaves up above. The four of you... Well, five, I guess, because you still have Valia. You reminded us. <laughs> the five of you would be ready to head back out into the wilderness here. And I'll go ahead and jump us over to ye olden map screen. Yonder. No, not again. Oh, yonder. Put this, like, hereabouts. I guess I can make this a little bit bigger. Renali and Esphus are going to make their way down to the mine on their own. Trying to scout out and learn we anything really that could be useful. We were really holding them back if they're that fast. <laughs> <laughs> Make it through six hexes in a single day, a 60-mile journey through trackless rainforest. Renali just uses her twine, like her really magical web stuff, and she just builds a big Esphus slingshot and just fires him across the rainforest. He eats him up. His <laughs> he glides back down safely using the power of ears. But if you're heading out independently... Oh, I hit you good. That's it. I just got a picture of it. The Bugs Bunny helicopter, maybe, or the. It's gonna be okay. Shh, it's alright. Unless you gotta just hit you exactly right. When he gets to where he wants, he grabs the tips and just parachutes down. You're imagining Matt doing it. <laughs> <laughs> right. To be fair, I was too. That's why it was so funny. I don't know which is funnier, honestly. Yeah, if they're you both imagine Esmus, like with that face that's like on his on his token art, just completely straight faced, holding his, <laughs> his ear. <laughs> the joys of flight. The joys of flight. Oh yes. Where are the peanuts? <laughs> After you get your final preparations here <laughs> readying your spells weapons and armor to head back out into the jungle and i imagine spending 10 minutes to shrink yes this read out thing that you have built drink it where are you heading bottle. well on the way over the completionist in me says go this way got a suit we gotta go north yep. We have to we have to go that way. And then we can come and approach it from the northern side and cut take the whole river down just in case yeah, there's so, another totem lurking. In case they have another one just kinda of tucked up to the north a little bit here. Gotta make sure absolutely nothing gets past us. So as you head upwards through this day out into the jungles, the going is of course a little bit easier, not far from Acrovelle, as the jungle is somewhat maintained for a couple of mile radius around. While it's still wild and completely trackless. And tamed is certainly not the right word. The Leopard Clan passes through these close reaches very frequently. So some effort has been made to make it a little more traversable. And it's something you don't you, you only start to really appreciate now, having come in here several times compared to the distant reaches of the expanse out to the east and the swamps to the south that are near impassable. 
Um, are you using your magic? Show the way. You're just using, yeah, you're not using the path because you're not going a straight line there. But this was a two-day. This time. is a two-day. Or a two-tile day. You would be able to fairly easily trek out to the north, exploring and ensuring that at least in the, in the northeast direction, there is still nothing bad that close to Ockerfell. It's going to do more horrible stuff to you. And settling down for the evening, that's going to fall to Resme's skills to be able to put together a camp. If you want assistance, I'm happy to help. Um, I've been me- watching long enough. I've picked up a thing or two. Okay. Um, let me get my head together real quick because Esfus and I kind of have a system and I want to make sure I'm hitting all the checklist spots. She's actually kind of talking to herself while she does it. That's a nat 20. Okay. So I'm thinking. That's a checklist. The 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 camp's doing. If you just verbalize fine. it to yourself, you don't forget anything. It makes yeah. it easier to keep on track with everything that you're supposed to be doing. So after several weeks in the jungle, you have in fact gotten pretty good at this. So you would be able to set up a camp very easily. That's this close by, well camouflaged and hidden from anything that, you know, may. And I'm still setting up alarms. Seek to do bad stuff to you and mm-hmm. setting a up alarms to, to double check as well. And with the evening, as the rain peters out and starts to dry up a bit, you rest at the end of this first day all perfectly fine. The following morning, as you're ready for further adventure, we're going here. I'm assuming the one above us is half of a tile. Not a, not a real thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's not real. It's real fake tiles. It's a half tile. <laughs> You've moved down and resume in the evening as you journey through a rare dry day. Where nothing is coming down. Up here in the northern and the upper jungles, everything is much firmer. You got used to the swamps and the hellish wastes of the southern ends, but up here, it's crazy that at this point, a completely wild, untamed rainforest, like this part of it, like, wow, this is so much easier going. This, this is nice. <laughs> yeah, this is this awesome. This is good rainforest. This is right, right here. here. I'm still dry. It's a stroll. <laughs> it's great. Give me your... This here trackless wilderness is lovely. Give me your evening survival check. Uh, 80. That is going to be a session. That's a free reroll. Oh, thank you, Lucky halfling. You lucky little... He doesn't need the 80s. He's like a lucky charm. You really lucky. Yeah. yeah. You carry a halfling around just for That is much, much better. That's oh, going... Doran's back on jungle lore, by the way. Okay. Uh, that is going to be a uh, 29. Okay. And so with a 29, you would set up camp, still dry, resting through another evening without anything terrible happening. Now we're moving a bit faster on this uh, this exploration here now because we've we know where everything done is. this about 20 bazillion times at this point. We have, uh, for those of you keeping track at home, this many <laughs> that we have explored. This has been a pretty major focus of the adventure for quite some time. So well, I, About a third as many, because there's been every other... There's a double time. And a decent amount of it has been Renali as well, to be fair, as you've been yeah. splitting up. But but still, we, we've been exploring through the Mwangi Expanse for a while now. So even exploration through Trackless Jungle eventually becomes routine if you do enough of it. <laughs> and any time you want me to assist with putting yep. the camp together, just let me know. And a... Uh, I think I'm starting a further to get a day, feel, so of travel up here around where you would hit the first of the grand series of totems heading back to Ackerville, uh would lead you into nothing. It's as you, it is, yeah. It would lead you into nothing 
Uh, as in the other one's already revealed, though. Yeah. So you already already there's nothing down there. Uh, and show that you really did, in an absolute masterpiece, just managed to hit through every possible <laughs> totem that you could have walked down the way back to Octorbell. It's not like they're a plague up here. It's just every single step you took was additional bonus totems. Some say that bringing a halfling along is good luck for the party. Or you just run into every single totem ever that fires deadly lasers at you. No, it's because we weren't looking for them. When yeah. we wanted to find them, they were nowhere in sight. When all we wanted was to go back and have warm food and a warm bed, we hit every totem there was. Oh, time to go home. Distraction, distraction, distraction. But uh, while you would not find any more of these Cinderclaw totems up here, you would find at least something a little out of the ordinary. Hmm. Uh, traveling up some eight, nine miles north, of that totem you would dispatch, which I believe was the the one with the Gripply mm-hmm. down below, you would come across a an ancient statue, uh, stood well overgrown between two fairly large trees, uh, not in a clearing, not with anything leading up to it, and with nothing else, no temples or other <clears throat> structures anywhere visible nearby. Hmm. The statue is very mossy. Um, not much more than a kind of vaguely humanoid figure. Uh, standing pretty tall, the thing's about probably 16, 18 feet, almost more a colossus than a lone standing statue. Hmm. Uh, it appears to have one arm out to the side, either with something small or nothing in its hand. Again, fairly overgrown and difficult to see. Whereas the other hand is holding onto something that looks to be relatively long and narrow. But again, it's it's almost impossible to make out what the heck any part of this actually is, hmm. as it's just a green blob up in a huge overgrown mound. Huh. Well, I don't want to be messing with any of these Ekajai ancient things in again. I mean, that was a piece of work. Yeah, we got yelled at the last time. We got we like it. super yelled at. Yeah, I vote not to touch. Let's the keep thing. walking. <laughs> well, do I know anything about it? Um, I've got elven lore. I've got maybe an elven lore. I'll take an elven lore. I have tons of knowledge checks. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Let's do the fallback. That's a natural one. Yeah, you can't you tell you can't me all really about this. Reroll that. See it is. <laughs> it's the next day. Get okay. luckier. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's a seven now. So I literally thought it was a one again. So I know, just right? It looked like you rolled a one twice. It's a 19. Uh, well, the 19, as you look at it, it looks mostly humanoid in that it's an overgrown blob. But as you look at it more, it's not really that... I mean, it's humanoid. It has four limbs and a head, <clears> but it looks more like an oversized kobold or a lizard hmm. than it is a, a person stepping upright. It's certainly not an elf or anything... Ekujai at all. Hmm. At least not of one of them. Well, then again, I didn't think Butterfly Tornado was Yeah, I didn't Ekujai. think so either. So, okay. All of them. And you... Let's go... What's your religion? It actually would be religion, so it's uh, a good day to be a cleric. <laughs> My religion is 15. So, uh, you looking at that with what would be a 28, actually. The figure... Kobold is not entirely wrong. It looks to be shaped almost like a humanoid dragon standing upright. 
but it doesn't it doesn't look entirely draconic nor does it look entirely human and with a thing the long beam it has in its hand and a little bit that you can see through the moss of what look like a very light almost kind of silvery stone uh this may be a statue to the thing that is the opposite of Dahak. Uh, Apsu, the origin of dragons. Hmm. His only weapon is a quarterstaff, which looks to be fitting to what the thing has in its hand. He is a silver dragon god. He's basically the, the absolute counter to Dahak, where Dahak is the god of evil dragons, Apsu is the god of good dragons, and was the origin of all dragons before Dahak pulled some of them away to become evil and dramatic. Well, while this might seem a bit foolish, I think, in the interest of what we're facing and fighting, I would like to clean this off, just to show proper respects. Field up, take cover, behind a tree. Hammer out. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll use prestidigitation. I'll hope you clean it off. I suppose it's a good idea to pay proper respect to the gods when walking through their domains. Well, if it's a good dragon god, maybe cleaning it up will help us be blessed in fighting its opposite? It's possible, but simply the act of showing proper reverence towards a god in its domain, as you said, Dalren, is... Good manners. is very Good. far away from you, by the way. I can just see that from here, that it's, like, straight up instead of pointed to you. I suppose it's just good manners. Well, effectively, it's the way I've lived my life up till now. It seems to have worked out for me. So as you, uh, with a couple castings of Prejudigitation, fairly easily clearing away just some of the overgrowth across this thing, you do reveal what appears to be a holy draconic visage mounted upon a half-human reptilian body. Uh, the stone the thing is made of is a very light silver, uh, in fitting with the uh, with the silver scales of Apsu himself. And uh, as you clear some of it away, uh, especially around the head and the mouth, you can actually see a faint glow emanating out from inside of the mouth. So it's not like it's not really open or hollow visibly, but it is carved away pretty deeply. And it almost looks like red embers just casting a little bit of a warm, flickering light out from within the statue itself. Huh. Oh. Uh, I wonder what's in there. Read aura. Uh, and... As you cast, would be a relatively simple cantrip, and uh, your magic washes across the statue itself, the light back inside the thing's mouth flares a much brighter red as you hear a sound of grating stone as the head turns a little bit towards the source of the cantrip. Oh. Well, this oh, is it's doing interesting something. and terrifying. Hmm. Uh, detect magic? How's it going over there? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, real, see, head, it's a I, real head turner. I see it's moving. I reckon uh, well, the last statue <laughs> that, that did this was, was actually quite reasonable. Uh, I'm sure it just wants to talk or ask cryptic questions. And, uh... Oh, dear, the tech magic, your second, just a full aura around. Uh, your read aura, by the way, would turn back a uh, 
an aura of conjuration and abjuration across the thing. And with your detect magic, a second spell hitting this, moss would fall off of the statue in sheets as with some cracks and grating, the whole thing would start to shrug this off, moving in small jerking motions as this light burns out through its mouth, almost like a fire. And it would physically turn to face down towards the party and sort of scan across, I guess, the three of you while Buford is hiding behind the tree off in the distance yeah. somewhere. <laughs> uh, d- d- you just d- see d- a hat peeking around yeah. the corner. D- Dalren, you should talk to it in, in Draconic, because maybe it speaks that, tell it, we don't want to hurt it, and, and we're just trying to help it get clean. Ah, well, fair enough then. Uh, <laughs> and do mention... Subservient tone of address it is. <laughs> <laughs> do mention we were cleaning it off. Um, uh, so, uh, I... I he, he, in a very uh, sort of formulaic, uh, formulaic subservient structure, uh, he'll kind of just speak out. Uh, uh, I don't even know what to call this thing. But, as, you, uh, as you start like stammering over yourself here, <laughs> without any actual movement from the mouth, a voice just booms for uh, booms forth. I shall then be Opsu, for I am the first. What's he say that in? Uh, Indraconic. Indraconic, okay. Ah. Uh, Lord Apsu, uh, you do us uh, an honor with your presence. Um, we sought to pay respects to what appeared to be and your shrine. forward, raising up the quarterstaff down towards Dalren. Some part of this seemingly not going through as you had hoped. Really. Ah, ah. Uh... And, uh, I get the feeling that the Ekujai will be mad if we knock this over. Well, this uh, doesn't seem to be Ekujai by any... The last thing well, that's what we thought last time. We thought of the temple previously. We know there's some Gripply hiding in the forest somewhere just saying, oh, if they knock this over, I'm a tail. Just watching like, they go do it. Roll me... Some initiative. Some initiative. Angry stick. That's all right. I remember what it was. I swear. Hmm? Oh, nice. Initiatives are... Esphus wasn't here, so I don't think anyone gets a scouting, right? Nope. No. We don't have a scout now. We're all kind of uh, investigating at this point. Okay. That's a 33. Buford, what you got? 20. I am very far in the back. Yeah, you're back behind I'm somewhere. like, I knew, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. 29. <laughs> 29. Resume? Also 29. Let's go first. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'll go first. That's fine. Uh, Darwin. It's 27. kind of interchangeable. Okay. Not as good as I'd hoped, perhaps. And as it, as it moves forward, this voice still booming out in Draconic. The betrayer guides you. And shall be stopped. And it is going to. Did you see the card? Step up. Well, the card's just the generic giant statue. Oh, I thought I was like, like, like that. that's so cool looking. No, that's, that's the generic oh. giant statue. That would it is definitely really cool. not it's be awesome. No, you're not cool. fighting Anubis. <laughs> well, I didn't. I, it's hard to see like whether it was. It kind of looks dragon. It is really cool art, but it is not what the thing looks like at the moment. That's oh, why okay. I just kind of put it over here so I can oh, see the stats okay, and didn't pick it up to uh to show everyone. That steps forward down 
directing itself uh, towards Dalren here, pushing through the massive overgrowth and weeds around. It brings that huge quarterstaff <clears throat> slamming down towards you for a 31. Ah, normal hit. Is it trunk. bad that I was expecting like a 57? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, gri- oh, tree just normal hit me. Okay. We're good. We're good. Um, and it is going to hit you for 17 points of bludgeoning damage. And then as uh, its last arm, or its other arm, its last arm, there's two of them. The last of the two is the other arm. Uh, kind of snaps out it reaches down open-fisted towards you with a uh, ooh, fortunately only a 17 to grab out. To grab Quite that's, slow. That's what? Reflex or fort? Or? Uh, grabbing is fort. That's fort? Okay, uh, so uh, a 17 is... No, that's not going to get me. Yeah, uh, like I'm positive you have more than a 70 or 42. Yes. Explain barbarian, please. Alright, resume. If you guys can hear the rain, I'm sorry. It's it's not that loud. It's pretty hefty rain. There's nothing I can really do. I don't have that power. <laughs> it's a rainforest. What do you want from us? See, no reason why we should stay around any longer here. Uh, uh, turn back to stone, please. Turn back to stone, please. Uh, and to Temporis! And she'll try to slow it down. Alright, it's gonna make a fort save. Plus 5,000. It's save. stone. It's a giant statue. That's super tight. Uh, it is going to get a 23. Ah, uh, that's gonna fail. Master. It's slow. It is slowed. Slow statue. And then uh, I am going to shield. All right, rare. Well, recall knowledge. Uh, okay, uh, this would be arcana or crafting. Both are 11. You can use crafting to recall knowledge on constructs now. That's kind of <laughs> cool. I'll go with crafting, I guess. Um... It, it, it clearly appears to... It doesn't look like it's a true golem so much as it is a statue that has been animated by some kind of magic. Your aura reading gives you that impression. So it's not going... It's not a full-fledged stone golem or anything so much as uh, it's... It's just a big mad rock. But beyond that, you don't really know a whole lot about it or what it, uh, what exactly is animating or driving it or... Oh, what could really help you? I say we should probably just leave. This is just a big stone statue with magic inside of it. Sounds like an excellent idea. Yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, let's buddy, run. Buddy, we're leaving. <laughs> we're just going to leave. All right, so you get some distance just... Yeah, so out, 75 away. just away. It's going to be a lot less than that because oh, yeah, uh, if you're just trying terrain. to run, it's basically all difficult terrain to you. Yeah. Uh, Dalren. Ah. Oh. Oh, it's right. Oh, it's right. Oh, it's right, I say. <laughs> Push. <laughs> Shover? Yep. <laughs> Uh, that's a 35. That critically succeeds. Oh, so you shove it 10 feet away. Follow. Shove. Shove. Go. <laughs> Go. Uh, 29, 24. Succeeds. I think I still it's enough. Yeah. I'm surprised it's not a critical succeed, honestly. A 24? Yeah. All right, as you, uh, 
Shove her some distance away here. And I've got one more action. One left. To be fair, I'm an expert in fortitude. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, okay. Um, just kind of plant my feet, run, and dragon rage. Because I need the hit points. <laughs> just. Alright, buddy. Okay, I am going to move. Um, I'm going to move. Uh, onto the back side, uh, in between uh, Dalaran and Resmane. Like a double move over here? Yeah. Okay. And then I'll uh, raise my shield. Alrighty. As this thing comes towards you, Rude managed to get about yay far, I'd say. Uh, this thing is going to continue thundering forward. Uh, outstretched hand still reaching down towards Dalren once more. Uh, with a... Mm, my math is very slow. 34. 34 athletics. normal grabs me. Fortitude, uh, right? Fortitude, yeah. Okay. So it would come out and uh, with its free hand reach out and grab hold of Dalren. Resme. Run, run. Um... Resme um, will uh, cast haste on Dalren and then run. Okay. Right, so you get back out to this uh, edge here about. And that will bring us to uh, rear. I'm going to attempt to cast command on the statue that looks like it's 30 feet. Sure. Uh, as you manifest this and cast your spell, it falls onto nothing. This is—it's just animated rock. It has no consciousness to command. Just get away from it. We're—we're we're just leaving. <laughs> Man, he's just looking. And, and I'm just gonna move another move action away. Okay. And uh, all right. Uh, I'm gonna try to break scrap. Um, can I? I can use athletics for that, right? Uh, yes, you can use Athletics, Acrobatics, or an Unarmed Strike. I will use I my card. And I'm going to give you a session reroll. <laughs> Please let go, Giant Statues. <laughs> I do eh. not wish to be here. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's a critical failure. So a critical one. failure, you not only fail to get away, you can make no more attempts to get away this turn. So you have two actions left, but Three. they can't be escaped. The thing is huge, not large. It is huge, not I large. I cannot knock it over. Uh, huh. It big. It big. It big. Alright, then. It's like uh, a massive colossus. Like, its hand would be completely around you. Like, you're probably held up a bit off the ground as it picks you up here. Well, um... You are hasted. Yes, I am, but I, I can't use that to... I can't move because I'm grabbed and I can't make further attempts because I rolled a one, so I guess I can just whack it. Let's just whack it and see what happens. And the escape does have the attack trait, so you're minus five. That's I, I literally have nothing. I can try to intimidate the boulder, but I don't stop think it'll work. <laughs> hey, you stop it! All right, so uh, let's whack it with my geese arm. Uh, that's a twenty-one. Uh, twenty-one. I mean, you'll strike it easily here. That's holding on to you, but your blade does exactly that. It just reverberates, banging off of the solid stone of this massive colossus. Well, I'm hasted, so I got a lot of 
fishing for 20s that I can do. Two more, I believe. Oh, wow, that's an uh, 18, so that goes to an, an 8, so that's a 24 that time. Bong. Give me that 20. I do not get a 20. Thorin's <laughs> just whacking it with his geese. You still blasts of lightning and clanking sounds, but nothing looks like it's happening, buddy. Um, I am going... I've got him right where I want him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, oh man, I wish I had my whip. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, it is with Titan Wrestler, it's two sizes. You can't. Like, it's I, Titan Wrestler. It's you huge. Can you can, you can Titan Wrestler the twenty foot tall Colossus. Yes. Nice. Okay. Um, full plate, like shoulder tackle its ankle. I'm going to <laughs> drop my hammer, pull out my whip, try and trip it. So <laughs> Whip it real good. <laughs> so he gets his reflex DC. Uh, oh, nice. Uh, that's actually probably going to be really good. Okay, so that's uh, 16 plus 18. Uh, so a lot. 34. 34 is going to critically succeed. It's not, it is slow. Not only is it slowed, it's a just big stompy statue. You inexplicably <laughs> 20 foot tall stone colossus don't care flash out with well, your whip and pull it crashing to well, the ground well it lunges forward to grab dalren and i catch the leg that's lunging forward and it just does the splits and, and it takes really four damage because you critically succeed yeah. so it also takes that's damage, the damage right when you're there, slowed and you just kind of move slower do you fall slower <laughs> it's super, yeah, it's magically trains me to move slower. It, does, it probably falls slower. It doesn't fall with any less impact. It just looks visibly slower. <laughs> and then I will raise my shield. Huh. Okay. Conservation of momentum means it would get heavier. So the thing laying on the ground here still has hold of Dalren. <laughs> and it is going to uh, maintain that grip, or try to anyway. With a 32. 32 is normal succeed. So it continues holding on to Dalren and turns its head on the ground as it slowly shifts. And out from this fire uh, in the back of its throat, a blast of molten rock kind of coughs out, shooting almost just like a cannon <laughs> directly towards you. For. Me or him? You. Me. Oh, okay. It's got uh, me where it wants me to. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For a 12. Oh. Uh, well, that critically fails. Yeah, it was like it's out on the ground moving in slow motion. It just kind of shoots like this little cannon blast of flaming rock. I just, I, you. That, I, that's exactly the reaction that I have. I'm like, was that at me? <laughs> <laughs> just the frustration of being knocked over, it just yells oh. into the distance. Here's also this giant statue. Hey, you guys never tell me about it. Like, tell me about it. I'll give you tokens. I forgot well, we about it because I was focused on getting away. Look at how big that is. <laughs> He's a large Oh, wait, leg. I'm sorry. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Good, good. Small victories. All right, Resme. Um, Resme um, will uh, feel out with her magic and uh, cast out Dispartum and will try uh, a level four dispel magic to see if... I believe that's a 30-foot range. Uh, I can use reach. Okay, you can reach spell it. That's fine. Um, and we'll try to dispel whatever magic is on this thing. She doesn't know if she can, but she's gonna sure as hell try. Okay, so as you uh, as you do cast that across this thing, uh, dispel doesn't fall on any actual magic. It doesn't it doesn't catch like there's nothing for it to remove. Uh, like whatever is driving the stone is oh, interesting. it's a magical animation of some kind, but not a simple spell. It seems uh, rare. 
Not even a simple spell. Dispel magic can dispel stuff way bigger than just regular magic, but it just doesn't work. It doesn't catch. Well, I have a dumb idea. So I'm going to start running back, seeing as we cannot simply just run away okay. from this thing. So one move action will Not get you back yet. to we uh, can't. where you <laughs> yeah. were. Uh, a second move action we're still will get me yeah. up to the back side of this tree right here. Okay. Yeah, right there. And then I'll cast Healer's Blessing on Dalren, my focus spell. Does nothing for now. He's preparing for the stuff that may happen. Are we changing our minds? Are we actually going nope. to fight this thing? We're just, we're, you know, we're getting there. It's we're getting right. to the running away. I just you. noticed that you're within grabbing range now, Rur, and it concerns me. I have an idea. <laughs> I liked the old idea. It's not working. Yet. <laughs> hey, hang on. Finger. Oh. <laughs> Try to get some leverage. Uh, that's a 30. A 30 will succeed, not by much, but as it's slowed down, you will, on the ground here, manage to be able to force yourself out from its massive grasp. Wriggle out, it's kind of claw my way out. Uh, okay, now then. Oh. <laughs> Are you serious? No, I'm serious. I feel like Tyrannus right now. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to run around to the other side of it. <laughs> jog, a short jog right, to the uh, other side. I'm very nimble. Well, the ground gets dark, it's difficult terrain, so it'd be another oh. good bit to move through there. So it'd be five. Oh, I'm tree. hasted. I'm hasted. Okay, so you'd have to run around this well, tree and then around this thing. I'd say two move actions hasted, like one and then your hasted action for one left. Can I pop around just, just to here? Oh, that would be maybe? much easier. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Well, he's on the ground, so let's just try to whack Clank. him. Clank. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah. I don't have high hopes. It escapes. He's still got the minus five. <laughs> Boing. <laughs> Buddy, Rur, will you get back to a safe distance? I'll, I'll look at the situation, and I'm gonna put away my whip and take out my hammer, <laughs> and then I'll shield up again. <laughs> Damn it, giant rock. So the giant rock is going to pull itself back up, kind of in slow motion, as it rises up to a knee and turns. Uh, and seeing the group of you uh, around it here, it's turning so slowly, it almost can't pivot all the way around to Dalren. So his gaze is going to fall on Rur and just whap out with this huge quarterstaff down towards you. Or a 23. It hits, regular. I'd be very concerned if a 23 crit you. I would have several questions. I would be very concerned, too. That's going to smack you for 19 bludgeoning damage as well. Resume. Oh, God. Uh, it's not normal magic. That's really annoying. Um, but it is localized here. Um... <laughs> Rur. I just wanted to be now I'm still on the running away train. <laughs> Rur, run as fast as you can, and now I'm going to cast haste on you. Hey, that'll help me. That'll help me do what I'm going to do. How many haste do you have? I became so prepared with speed. Yeah, man. But sorcerer. She has all the haste until she runs out of spell slots. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. right. So I forgot you're sorcerer. I'm the prep caster. Uh, you got one action left. Uh, no, I don't, because I used reach. Oh. Reach haste. Rur. 
Buddy, knock it down again. <laughs> As he, buddy, <laughs> knock it down again. <laughs> I'm gonna take the things out of its mouth and see if that does anything. Why? And I'll, uh, I'll just hold. I'll talk to buddy. Yeah. All right, uh, Darren. There's just, there's, I, I, I see. I just have to lead by example. That's all there is to it. That's, that's fine. That's fine. We can do this. I'm just going to run. I'm going to lead. So five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five. Still hasted too. So yeah, you're just still like hasted. you're you gone. Yeah. You're gone. You just, you just gone. You got four actions with which to run very fast. <laughs> that's fine by me. Uh, buddy, Darren takes off with a supernatural quickness. <laughs> Very still standing, I'm very excited. At, I'm looking at my hammer in my hands and my whip on my hip, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I'm just gonna turn around and start running. Uh, okay. So you could I, also, I can only make you it could, 60 feet. yeah, you could <laughs> clank a little past them as well, leaving kind of just rear there. Um, well, seeing as we're not going with this plan and I have haste, I'm just gonna take off as well. Take his little bullet legs and run out of here with your supernatural fast. I knew haste would come in handy eventually. <laughs> the power of running fast. <laughs> as the group of you all uh, turning and now getting some good distance on this thing, the statue slowed back behind you for now it doesn't really seem like it's gonna be able to keep up with a half-hasted party and uh it's got some difficulty fitting through the various trees and everything as it is a freaking gigantic colossus leaving that behind after a solid minute or so of running off into the distance till you can no longer hear smashing and giant statue behind you if you finally slow down, feeling you've come to a relatively safe-ish distance. Okay, buddy, I admit it. We're never touching anything that's made of stone ever again that has a face. You were right. It doesn't have to I be was made wrong. of stone or have a face. We are not touching anything in this forest yep. that looks nope. wonky or has nope. any importance or looks like it could nope. move or hit. She, she or takes anything. a little white handkerchief out. And <laughs> <laughs> this you is win. what we get you win. for trying to do nice things for inanimate objects. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, goodness gracious, of all the ungratefulness, you you cleaned me off, so you must be evil. I'm going to smash you. There's probably some Ekujai legend where it's like, don't do, clean cleaning rocks is bad. Okay. <laughs> Ancient Ekujai legends. Cleaning Clean rocks ass. is bad. That's the, the whole moss legend. that grows. That's the whole legend. No, the moss that grows on that stone is sacred. Do not let it roll. That must be exactly it. Yeah. Instead of moss pointing towards what's it civilization is the the old like when you're lost thing i think it, it grows on the side of the tree i think that gets the least sunlight, gets the least sunlight. I, yeah it's some dumb rule but for them it it's none. all moss grows towards danger yeah I guess. <laughs> so if it's completely covered in moss just it's don't just touch it ever. It's 100% danger. I can just like envision just Galenor's head just poking up from behind a tree, then shaking in disapproval <laughs> and then sliding back. back. With the Gripplies. Yes, yes. Except his body is the body of a the, snake. The Gripplies. <laughs> just a Galenor head. He ordered just back there just taking notes. It's <laughs> furiously. Cleaned statue. How dare they? 
well, more reasons to hate the heroes of Breach Hill. All right, well, at, we're at done. Least, I'm done with this place. Yeah, well, at least it's not going to be able to sneak up on us. Although I don't know, oh. like, I don't know if we should cover our tracks. No, I don't know if it no, can let's just keep people. going. At least it can never sneak up on us. It's right behind me, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the thing does not seem to be subtle, nor does it seem to be terribly fast, though it's kind of difficult to gauge given the... Uh, <clears throat> Super like the the actual magical slowness covering it, and it's fortunate it's not an actual golem where that would just literally do nothing. So that works out in your favor. So that's cool. And we can just sit down for a second at yeah. some point and heal the couple no, of hits I, we took. No, I feel like we should keep we, let's, moving let's for keep a little going. while. Uh, we then... can do that later on tonight. Yeah. Once I'm perfectly I fine. A couple people got a smack from a very large column. I've had worse. It was but, just uh, teaching a lesson. Let's keep yeah, going. Continuing <laughs> out through the rest of the Cleaning's afternoon. Cleaning's bad. You would finally, I imagine, feel confident enough to settle down. I'm uh, never confident and in you would, this you force. Would that, you would have found that up here <laughs> okay. with your second hex. A solid 10 mile Yeah, a, gap. As many miles between you. <laughs> and we can still hear it in the distance. <laughs> Stomping. Well, we can Doom. lead it. Trees we can breaking lead it to the mine. Getting mad if we kite it to the mine. <laughs> yeah. We absolutely could. Over here. Over Good here. luck, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Over here, Stony. Unfortunately, it would literally take us three days to kite the yeah. stupid thing. But... Not if I shrink it. I don't, I don't think it's going to sit still long enough for you to shrink it. It could. So you uh, make it through ten minutes. to this next uh, section here, having not come across anything else of any particular interest. That wants to kill and us. With only one real notable, weird, exciting moment in your adventures today, give me that survival chick. Resume is being so paranoid tonight. Oh, it's camo time. It's camo time. It's camo o'clock. Uh, that is going to be a session reroll. Ding. Ding. Would you like some assistance? Or yeah, please. Hey, Her hands are trembling. Yeah, she's shaking. Yeah, like, I'm not doing so good tonight. Better. Well, uh, take your better and put a minus, what's it, two for a crit fail? You clearly feel you reduce her score by two, yeah. Yeah. That's Where's a hard helping? one, so that turns it to you're, I'm, I'm helping. You're never helping me again. Where's helping? What'd you, 17. So you got 17, is that that's after his yeah. thing? Okay. I'm so, good at what I do. Yeah, you, are, you are a little rattled, and Rur, well, Rur does his best to help you. I just um, end up tripping over him a lot. Yeah, he's very small and relatively in the way. There are halfling feats specifically for this kind of stuff, where it says you're helpful and you know how to stay out of the way. You don't you have, don't have You're don't. just lucky sometimes. Yep. So it's like... We're just writing this off as managed, worst day ever. You manage to get a camp together and you get all your things arranged as you can. You're netting around. But as you, as everyone kind of awakens in the morning, it's going to be fairly apparent that it was not the greatest camp that Resume has ever built. And that the netting perhaps was not sealed off as well as it possibly has been some other times. I'm going to need everyone to make me a fortitude save. Oh, lucky halfling. Yeah. <laughs> can I rub this die on you real quick? You certainly can. Thank this you. is your fault, so can I use your power? <laughs> <laughs> yes, how did you lose to the halfling? <laughs> well, I got rolled a 15, so I mean... I rolled an 18, so... So, uh, you, you wake up bitten and itchy and three days back into your journey into the jungle wilderness, remembering 
how good it was to be an Ackerville for one day <laughs> before we headed right back out into the expanse. Little resort town. And I assume we're going to be going just continuing out of the southeast here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if I succeeded, it's a critical success because I have Juggernaut now. Okay. Oh, okay. Fair enough. You uh, you did critically succeed anyway. You, oh, wait. You cheated 30. What did you have? I had a 26. Okay. So, yeah, your success is a critical success. Okay. Um, so... Another day's journey would discover a strange a supernatural compass built into the land. <laughs> Holy! You wonder signs, about its purpose. Signs who, of ancient explorers. Yeah, we better, no, we'd better miss this out. Entire, I ain't walking through this. The entire ten-mile areas of the hex is almost like a crop circle cleared out into the jungle. A massive carving that at first you wonder what it may lead to finding one arm of this star How'd that you, you follow down the into news. the center. Now, I'm, to, not, I'm not saying it's aliens. But it's <laughs> totally aliens. <laughs> but other than a gigantic supernatural compass that is definitely actually there in the world and not just something on the map for the GM's <laughs> reference, uh, you fortunately do not find any cinder claws, any giant murder statues, or any other stupid things to come across here. I do have to ask, what's the point of having a compass on a map that has art on it that faces in a specific direction? Would you not know that north, south, east, and west are already like preset things? To tell you what direction north is. I mean, you can assume north is up I because no it literally is that. on. I'm pretty sure every map pie that's ever produced. But but you gotta have the compass though. Mm-hmm. So then you know it's north. Why not put it I in the northwest north. corner where people probably will never go? <laughs> it is kind of in a very high traffic area of the hex map here. Literally adjacent to the cinder claw mine and two hexes from two different totems. Mm. They put this compass right like, it's like when I say I should put my face cam in the center of the screen as a joke when I'm streaming things. Like that's like the compass could might as well just be right smack in the middle of this. <laughs> it could probably start to be a little further away. I guess it's just because it is like a barren nothing square. It's just trees. They there's no rivers. There's no creeks. There's nothing. It's just green. Because most of the heck is like, even this one right here has still got some trees. little variants and clearings and whatnot. And this is just like this am trees. Am trees. So there is becomes a compass. Okay. So I'm assuming not allowing her to help you any further. No. You're going to redeem yourself for last night. Yes. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not feeling like a nervous wreck because I'm afraid it's a just... giant monkey statue or whatever the heck <laughs> is going to bother us tonight is coming. No. Can I have that halfling look? <laughs> yeah, he is not far too safe. You certainly could tomorrow. No, it's the next day. No, no, no he used it on morning. his fortitude save when he woke up. That's right. We're going we're to put this dice in jail. Are you sure you don't want some assistance with this? Yes. <laughs> It looks a little bit of a daunting There task. we go. Thank you. 27. The 27 making a little more certain this time, too. I've rolled a 7, just so you know. I, I've jackpotted the random encounters. I've rolled 7, 7, 7 for the last three days of random encounters, hmm. which is great because it's only nothing, a, nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah, no, it's their nothing. It's just, it's just interesting. that The, the hawk scene. spawns in our camp. <laughs> yeah. the, the jackpot... I rolled a 23. I don't know how that happened. Well, I think but the, jacks, well, guys, the actual Opsu comes yeah. down and is like, hey, I handle all this. Don't worry about it. And you guys can just yeah. go home. Yeah, we played We played a game like that. You, uh... Okay, Thunder. Yeah, Stop we being know. ominous. I already Op- told them there's not no, a random encounter. Opsu's upset you used his name in vain. <laughs> <laughs> you made him Opsu eat. He calls Dayhawk. 
No. He calls me <laughs> And the following morning, with your expeditious adventure from Rur here, you expect to reach the heavily swampy area where the potential totem had been sighted late this evening if you wanted to arrive when darkness was coming, or you could go one hex and set yourselves up to get to it the next day. That seems like a weird You're also going to pretty unexplored territory. Yeah, alternatively, we could go through two hex and be ready to get there the next day. If you want to stay within a couple miles of you're not exactly sure where specifically the totem is, yeah, you could do that. If you want to sleep in the hex that has an uncleared totem, I no. suppose no, that is no. also an Go option. Here, here, and then... Oh, you mean like around the outside of it? Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And okay, we get okay. to clear more map. Completionist. So you would travel down to the southeast across these uh, massive splitting tributaries as these creeks seem to just continue meandering off into the distance and cross back into uh, the other side of this to another separate small tributary that feeds out almost straight east to west. Now, as you're, as you're passing through here, you can already tell you're skirting the edge of solid land. Uh, where you're traveling, where you're journeying is still easy going. Uh, the ground is firm. The trees are tall and well set. It's not the swampy mess that is the southern side of the river. But you're not far from that. And from what you saw of your journey up uh, along this river when you came by before, its banks are pretty standard. It's, it's not really a river so much as just a feeder creek, and it hasn't really warped the land around it into a morass so much as the huge southern river has. But right below you, right nearby, you can see, just in the couple hundred yards that are visible, a lot of the ground starting to give way to pools and marshes. Very similar to down over here. Hmm. A much more abrupt change in the environment, though, to be certain. Hmm. Could it be the effects of the totem or just natural landscape, I wonder? Could be either, really. It's going to be difficult to tell till we're inside it. We have seen swamps already. Uh, it's entirely possible it's natural with just a totem plop there because it's hard to get to it. Or whatever magic they're using is just enhancing the natural land that's, that's already totem. there. It makes sense. Well... Regardless, you get to travel through another day without anything terrible happening to you. I swear if it's defended by an ogre. And you get to rest for an evening with Resme's spectacular camp-making skills once again on display. Uh, okay, that's going to be a 23. Okay, so with a 23, as you put everything together once more again, you would find this... Uh, no real particular difficulties setting up camp and as you all rest for the evening uh, you would get another nice night of not being consumed by you know everything insects in general insects are the bad times nobody wants to just get devoured by insects constantly and then I gotta I, I have to I'm, I'm still mentally trying because I'm hopping back and forth between maps here to drill Save. it into my head Save. That I need to save this map every time I do absolutely anything. Click back. Oh, we're back in Ackerville. Like, <laughs> dang it! <laughs> what hexes did we explore? Yeah. <laughs> All Can of you them. guys remind me, please? You just, I just don't cover the whole map at that point. It's like, you know what? Heck with it. Yeah. Well, you guys can have whatever you want. 
All right, so the next morning, after five or six days of journeying through the jungle, you're largely ready, as far as you can tell from Renali's direction, to follow this small creek down to the west, southwest, back into this deeper swamp and come across something. Okay. Possibly a totem. Probably a totem, based on, you know, what we've learned about everything so far. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um... I guess, buddy, do you want to take point? Sure will. I got my shield up and everything. All right. Uh, let's let's go then. Okay. Keep the uh, keep the barricade handy, and we'll deploy it once we uh, realize where where it is. Do you have this when barricade? The... <laughs> yeah, largely when you hear the laser noise. Hit buddy shield. Everybody <laughs> knows the laser noise. Buddy up front, trying to make sure that should you just stumble across this totem. Uh, he would be the one at the front. He would be the one that would be taking the, the brunt of this assault. But as you journey over the course of the literally the first hour of your morning's trek, what was fairly firm, relatively easy going ground to the rainforest, again, just falls apart. Patches of standing stagnant pools are kind of scattered around the sodden earth to either side of this creek. And the creek itself does not seem to be, well, nearly large enough to support any of this, really. It, it's a very small, thin creek bed. You couldn't even really, like, float a kayak in this. Your pontoons would barely even function here. Uh, there seems to be more standing water out to the sides of it than there is in the creek itself. Hmm. So journeying becomes slow, difficult, and at least a fair bit moist as you pick your way through here. Now, I actually have a question for you guys. Um, now, the shield that I got earlier back in Ackerville, uh, do you think this would work against a totem? Uh, yeah, I don't see why not. They are magical. It the should. Princi- the principle holds. It should, right. it should transfer. Well, I'll, just, I'll, I'll switch out shields and get my uh, magic shield out. Um, I'm going to let uh, Severin float a little bit above us, not trying to get away too much, just trying to give us some perspective because the swamp can be difficult, and if there are things, like, immediately in front of and us, I would is like very, to... The land is very flat now. Yeah. Uh, almost even seeming to sink just very gently downward as you continue to make your way uh, further. As you travel throughout the morning, again, even with Rur's magic, they're going phenomenally slow. You don't hear any laser sounds. <laughs> You don't see any signs of a totem or any cinder claws or much of anything other than wildlife that appears to have set themselves up around the swamp. And, and as you do look around at all the assorted uh, frogs and things that have moved into here, the environment around this totem uh, almost doesn't seem to fit entirely. Uh, in fact, the jungle is a little bit quieter here just because it, it, it seems like there are less animals total that are even making their way around this area and early in the afternoon you would see stone pillars certainly not a totem that you're looking for uh, but what looked like the bases of the towers of a castle Hmm. up in Isker 20 feet across several of them kind of spaced out almost looking like overgrown trees themselves jutting out like teeth from the swamp wow so I say this is stone. 
and it's kind of of importance, and it looks funky. I don't know if we should bother it. Let's not well, bother it. I definitely don't think we should clean it. Yeah, nope. Don't clean it. No don't touch it. No cleaning any of the stone. Anyone? I'm gonna do some looking. If I can see uh, any statues. Yeah. Trying to kind of peer <laughs> in here. Uh, these towers look like they are largely collapsed, uh, but appear to be carved up around what's left of the base walls, almost in the shape of a coiling snake, carved with a rough-hewn scales grown over now with vines and just errant grasses writhing up from the swamp below. Hmm. It's all set upon a fairly large, massive stone foundation that just barely juts out of the swamp, less than a foot above the level of some of the stagnant water. You'd have to be daft to build a castle on the swamp. Well, unless the swamp isn't natural and the castle was here first and the swamp grew around it. Also, it's kind of odd to have a stone structure around here as most of the people around here don't particularly like stone that much. Maybe they used to. Maybe this is another one of those ruins. The temple that uh, we came across was built of stone, so... So maybe this may be like one of those ancient things. We'd best not disturb it, but... Try uh, not to push. I wonder if the totem is in here. Does it seem to match up? I mean, I don't hear anything. Detect magic? You are well more than 30 feet away from this at the moment, so you detect magic certainly wouldn't reach. Would recall knowledge, let me know. Possibly what kind of structures these used to be? Uh, I, you'd have to, if you when you got closer to it, you're just kind of seeing. I imagine because of, you know, your paranoia. Caution. Yeah. Like, paranoia is a good word. I was going to go with caution, but, uh, you know, I, you said it, not me. Uh, it's not you, paranoia if everything you, is out together. That's us. fair. You would yeah. have stopped a fair distance back, like largely when you first spotted this, so it'd still be some distance away. Yeah, let's try to get so it's about 60 feet away so I can use reach with detect magic and then take a look at it. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, let's. Well, it, it's also possible that it, it conceals the totem. Unfortunately, we have to go search everything here, try to find this place. So let's let's see if it's in here. As you move up forward and you start detecting magic from sixty feet away, the very edge of the stone stairs do not resonate with any kind of magic. No. Um, what are the rest of you doing? Trying to identify when yeah. or how this was. Recalling built. knowledge, you've got your shield yeah, raised. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm going to uh, try to keep an eye out for this totem to shout a warning uh, as soon as I lay my eyes on it. This might be a good place to uh, do some scouting, actually. I know we've, got, we've talked about some invisibility kind of stuff, so I don't know if it would be a terrible idea. That's not a bad idea. Sure. Um, In fact, if we wanted to cover the area quite quickly, we could be safe, uh, cast invisibility on Severin, and have him uh, do a circle and come back and tell us what he sees. Um, can I cast invisibility on my familiar because it's a part of myself? I mean, it's not, not a part of yourself the point where you like, can't target it with magic and stuff. I would well, definitely say that you could, invisibility yeah. only lets me target me. That's why I'm asking. Oh. Oh, invisibility Invisibility's doesn't work. Not It's anymore? not target anymore? I then no, you would not be able to. I don't to. think so. I think... Next page. One creature. Oh, no. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's, weird, that's a weird change Sorry. I wasn't expecting. Uh, yeah. No, I'll cast invisibility um, on Severin, and I'll let Severin scout out some. Uh, now that he can talk to me, um, should be fairly easy. So as your bird uh, flies up invisibly over the ruins here, uh, just sailing above, you would get a pretty clear view of something. This 
looks, uh, whatever this castle, fortress, temple that once stood here was, there are three of these large turrets or towers once that have all collapsed largely to ruin, now jutting up only about, at the most, five, six feet above the floor. And there is a massive creature that looks like a gigantic black snake that could be a hundred feet long, uh, easily eight to ten feet around, coiled up in the central one. It is definitely watching out through the cracks towards the party. It's not coiled up like to strike. It's not on edge or anything. It's just coiled up because it has to to fit in the tower. Hmm. Uh, but it clearly has seen the group of you. I vote for not fighting the big black snake thing. Well, can we can we tell if there are any totems around or? Um, it's never any good shot at or anything. So. Uh, no, it doesn't seem like there is. Well, if it is watching us, we could try. No. Walking out to it, no. maybe, because it already knows no. we're here. It just wants to sleep. It wants to be at peace in the sun, in the swamp. It likes it here. It's cool. It's nice. And it's just trying to take a nap wrapped around that pole. It Why do we want to go bother it? It could be its house. It's just in here. It's a pretty good house for a snake. See? See? She's right. It's true. I, yeah, I mean, it could be an ancient uh, snake of... Something. Something important that yeah. if we killed it, would be we bad. would be in trouble forever. Big trouble. Right, based on the description of a giant black snake, to see if I know anything about the big giant black snakes. Uh, we know Gallagher's actually... looking <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just... Did you hear what I, I was. <laughs> I am aware of the euphemism. Thank you. Does a... Uh... Does Severin have knowledge nature? He does, right? Because yes. he shares with me. So yeah. What is his knowledge nature? Uh, his knowledge nature is at uh, plus seven. Uh, Severin actually would be able to tell, being somewhat enlightened from his familiar magic, you know, we can talk and whatnot, uh, that though the thing appears to be a snake of some kind, the ridge running down from the back of its head a good 10-15 feet down the line of its spine, as well as kind of tucked against one corner, you you could see what almost looks like a tiny, comedically undersized little wing about halfway down its body. Though it looks like a snake, it is not a snake. This It actually is some form of lesser dragon. Do, with that description, can I, can I try to use Dragonlord to figure out if, I, if that matches the description of anything I know about. Now, Doran, I know what you're thinking, mate. You want to go look at that dragon, and I understand, but it's got big, chompy jaws. Most dragons do. I'm a very do. little bird. I don't want to go say hi to it. Well, let me think a minute. What's your Dragonlord? My Dragonlord is plus 12. Uh, with a plus 12, with the description... The strange horned ridge and the tiny little wings halfway down its snake body that almost certainly couldn't carry it through conventional means. Uh, it sounds to you much like a beta. And betas are actually full dragons. They are they are not like the four-legged 
what's this? It really is a word for true things. Dragons. Like, true dragons. That's like, oh, it's a title. They're not a true dragon, uh, but they are more of a dragon even than a drake is. Hmm. And Beta, though they look almost ridiculous, and as he's curled up there like a snake, similar to the small little wings, they actually do have tiny little legs, too. <laughs> it's They're almost a weird evolutionary midpoint growing out along. But the way that they operate and the way that they move is as much magic as it is normal physicality, and while the thing is wholly capable of moving quite fast, it can also fly perfectly well, too, kind of just snaking its way the sky as it does uh, but it is intelligent as, a, as intelligent as a true dragon hmm. and it's it, it could be here for any reason uh, typically are they typically malevolent I mean always a crapshoot with dragons right and true dragons well, do at least have actually. a general indicator based on, on scales yeah. but those are the very alignment heavy ones abita typically yes but not out of anything other than a massive sense of ego as their their thing they are the classic this tiny village is my tiny village now and they will pay me pay they will pay me tribute or i will eat them so it's kind of weird for one to just be sitting in the middle of a jungle uh. that's not normally how beta operate so Dalren, in a very dry tone, just kind of relates all of this to you as he starts thinking about it. You know, this is probably how it is. I don't, it's definitely it's intelligent. Uh, they frequently cause trouble, but uh, don't seem to necessarily have an overly sadistic streak. Uh, however, um, there's no telling. It's... If, if that is his temple, maybe we should not impinge on his territory. But if it is intelligent, it might know where the totem that we're looking for is. I think we're going to find that regardless of what we do, even if we stumble into it like the idiots that we usually are. Well, the other concern is it may be wise to find out if this beta is working with the Cinder Claws, because if... It's um, just snapping. Look, it's so peaceful. It's watching us, and it knows us. Don't write it off as some kind of animal. This thing is intelligent. This thing is draconic in nature, and believe you me, it, it has this very powerful ego. We should respect it. I do respect it. That's why I want to leave it alone. Well, if this thing is in league with the Cinder Claws, I don't think we want to engage a totem and have this thing attack us from behind. That's uh, a good point. I think I'd like to figure out what its intentions are, and if we can at least come to a respectful understanding. Maybe we can give it some kind of offering. I've heard stories about this. You give it's some gonna kind of It's going to light us like, on fire. Well, I mean, I mean, most. Well, we should do that, spread out then, so it only lights one of us on fire at a time. It's gonna light on... me on fire. Okay, do we have any good like flash-looking offerings? I mean, unfortunately, Wongi's rather cash poor, so. Well, it doesn't have to be gold because that's gold small. Like, who wants small? We've views? got Rur. He's about dragon bite-sized. Well, I don't know if he'd like Rur. Rur's kind of hairy. We could do. A hairball. Uh, present it with some like. I mean, cool sword or something. I don't we, know. That we have pretty some cool. cool swords, but let's perhaps we should just see what it wants first. Okay. Perhaps we might be able to avoid just something like, necessary. I know. Okay, so there's nap. like the uh, the uh, di- the like greeting thing in. Uh, I think is there any kind of greeting for dragons? Like some kind of like bowing or. Well, generally, when a dragon enters another dragon's territory, it is to pillage or raid or just directly challenge the dragon. Um, 
We so, like, not, not, not really. give that impression. We don't um, want to give that impression at all. Yes, uh, approaching this from a draconic standpoint might not be wise, but if the uh, but beta should be relatively intelligent. They should be able to understand. It should um, be wholly speech. intelligent. It's uh, you would know that it is. It would be mind blowing if this beta was not above all of you in intellect. Like he is. Well, that ain't hard to do with like, some of us. But. <laughs> Well, let's it, just see if we it can... It has the sentience and knowledge of a true dragon. Speaking, speaking to it as as draconic entity, I think, could actually be counterproductive. Uh, I think what we should do is uh, address it um, as uh, elf and humankind and halfling kind to, uh, and, and try to treat with it that way. Um, and uh, perhaps learn its intentions. Sure. Okay, sound like plane. Um, Introductions. I think our resident diplomat, perhaps... <laughs> She looks at you. <laughs> emissary, uh, emissary resume. She'll straighten out. Shh, leave me be for a minute. So, she'll straighten you, out her clothes. Uh, ready yourself a bit. As a group, you finally ready and move up to the steps um, of this temple itself. So one more thing. Um, I did bring a couple of nice bottles of wine and some nice <laughs> things of food. If we're coming to you this want thing, like, <laughs> we're going to leave it an offering of food because that it understands. I mean, it understands everything. But what I'm saying is, is it might like food. Maybe it won't want us for food if it has better food. I'm pretty juicy. Oh God. Been fermenting for weeks. Oh God, why? You pop like a pepper. All right, so yeah, so basket. Like you, you, you ready a little basket of gifts for this beta as the group of you move forward up to this uh, temple itself. As you get closer to this structure, the beta does not really attempt to hide once you approach. In fact, much the opposite. Even as you come to the steps, you see its enormous head uh, easily as large as this entire room, 10, 12 feet across, around in every direction, rise up as large parts of its body uncoil and rise up around the tower itself. I'm this, second guessing here. This creature <laughs> is an enormous... One of its tiny hands ripping out of the one, door. Yeah, one little clawed hand grabs <laughs> onto the edge of the tower to haul up the coil of its body. Don't laugh at it. Don't laugh at it. It's Don't tough because, it. honestly... As imposing as it is, it looks it does look a little ridiculous with the, the <laughs> tiny legs and the little tiny wings. And it's it's one set of wings, like dr regular Drake wings. <laughs> like halfway down its hundred and fifty foot long body. One little set of wings is <laughs> <It's laughs> right. as it comes out. I've been trained not to giggle. And as it unwinds here, almost displaying a huge amount of its glory before you. It's deep it's, posing. It's deep posing. <laughs> Snake posing. Its head hanging up 30 feet above the ground. Most of its body still coiled within the, the tower. Uh, the stone around this turret itself, as he just moves across it, more bricks and whatnot getting knocked loose. Uh, this central one is a bit lower than the rest, only about three, four feet high. Probably because he's been slithering over it as you watch him break more, kind of <laughs> making his way out. But as he rises up to meet you, Resume there, holding this nice basket of wine, Buford, shield up, wide-eyed, <laughs> super suspicious. Let's, uh... 
Let's take a break. Oh, he does have little wings. Look at those little wings. Little I hate wings. you guys so much for making me. Emissary, <laughs> mate. Emissary, mate. That's it, right there. Let's. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Ten I'm fully break. capable of fulfilling the role of diplomat. Go away. <laughs> We're gonna refill our drinks and get some snacks. Use the bathroom. Don't go far. When we come back in We're a couple of minutes. We're gonna get stuck in its teeth. I'm well, a spicy meal. We're gonna see if we can't make friends with the dragon snake and not laugh at his dumb little wings. <laughs> BRB. Alrighty, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to uh, Abita. <laughs> welcome back to Abita. <laughs> the beating I'm about to take. Uncurling in all of its glory before the group of you here. In this strange ruin in the middle of this swamp in the eastern section of the Leopard Clan's expense. As it uncurls, it looks down across the group of you, Rizme approaching with his basket in hand, and a deep, rattling, almost growl emanates forth from the thing. It points its nose down from 30 feet up to Rizme. My, my, my lord? What? You do not run. We, um... What language is this in? Uh, this would be in common, actually. Oh, okay, okay. okay. We, we would see a we, human and a halfling and some else. Okay. We, we wish to pay our respects to you, Lord, as this is your rightful land, and we did not feel it was appropriate to pass through w without paying you your due. No. <sighs> As is wise, you clearly have traveled far to arrive here. What brings you to this ancient forsaken temple? We we were passing we were passing through um looking for a an ancient an object of some kind that has a magical signature that we believe might have created this area. Hmm. As he rises up a bit more, leaning almost over towards the group of you. There's almost a glow emanating up from his coils. Uh, red light that reflects off of his scales across the bottom of his head, giving him almost a sinister, underlit appearance here. I smell the echo joy upon you. We, we pass through their lands, yes. Hmm. Then, perhaps, your arrival is no mere chance. You know what I am. Yeah, yes, Lord, we know precisely what, what you are, although we could never com 
apprehend your true greatness, we have some idea. And I, in my might and decades, centuries here, have not once failed to reward those who appeased me properly. She'll bow her head even lower. You for here will be my arm and my fang. Oh, we would we would be honored. Take your blades. Take them back far west to where those Ekajai hide in their trees. Bring me their end, and you will know wealth beyond counting. This, uh, this request you make is reasonable. Um, however, we are bound by another oath, the first oath that brought us here. We would seek your leave to complete that as we would not wish to dishonor the masters who sent us here. And what, pray tell, could have a higher calling the task delivered unto you by Madrod, the dragon of the Temple of Dahak. You make a good point. Plan B? Plan B? Plan B. Plan B. I'm going to start casting spells. For various weapons and readying magic and everything. Hmm. I hate all of you so much! <laughs> plan B. God, yep, glad we put in a plan B. It's important. We tried, and that's what matters. <laughs> well, yeah, we gave it a good effort, right? We tried to be diplomatic. There was an attempt. I mean, he'd be going to plan B right now when we said, yeah, we're hunting cinder claws. Yeah, collecting trophies, just Notice. dump the bag Just out. dump the whole bag out. Look how many we've killed. Isn't it great? We want to kill some more. Where's their sacred totem? And a group of you. I like how Valia is allegedly with us. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you go ahead, I'll make camp. We're going to find ourselves approximately here. Uh, Resume. Uh, yeah, I've been scouting the whole time. Watching forward the with Dalren. Rur and Buddy, I imagine, somewhat far back here. Oh my god, you got an actual Ooh. beta. How's it spelled? The idea. That's what I thought. As easy as it sounds. And this massive beta uncoiling from the ruins and as you all uh, ready yourselves to, to battle here as you're drawing your weapons and as everything is quite clearly uh, falling away from diplomacy he rises out and a blast ah. 
ensues from the totem he's coiled around. Ah! Resme is going to be in the front here. And this totem is going to blast at you for a 27. Um, that will normal hit me. Maybe to make me, I believe it's a fortitude save, probably. Reflex save. Reflex? We dodge this one. Okay. Uh, that is going to be a 25. Yeah, 25 will just succeed. As though we <laughs> perhaps we're not really expecting a your totem organs don't all right there. Immediately. <laughs> we all know how to react to the laser sound at this point. A red blast sears forth from this totem, and you are going to take 11 fire damage. That's uh, pretty straightforward. Dodge the, the worst of it. Um, her brother's uh, spirit will emerge from her and take all but the littlest scratch on her face. All right, Dalren. Uh, I have a 20 with Scout. Rear? 32. I was ready. Yeah, that's it. Buddy? Uh, 23. And resume? Uh, 27. Okay. I'm going to put back and forth a couple pages here. I know what I should put a tab on now that I have tabs. I should put a tab on the page that has all the totems on it. That would be a nice page to have tabbed. Good news. I'm kind of surprised the totems don't have identical stats and just like a different spell. I mean, they mostly do, but it's still... uh this tab on there later. I'm too stupid to figure out this tab. The totem? Tabs are hard. Tabs are super hard. Totem gets a 35. The totem's gonna be... I'll uh, put the totem underneath the crown. Totem is the boss. Don't know how this thing's the giant dragon. Right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, at that point. The Bida... Is going to get a 26, which I believe is below her in resume. Mm-hmm. All right. So as it uncoils around this totem here, and you can see that there is, it's literally just completely surrounded by this thing's <clears throat> massive coils. It is going to fire out again the second blast as you ready yourselves. Uh, 28, so I need a reflex it. Um, that is going to be a 30. 30 will succeed. We'll just roll one then. Uh, you take, again, 11 fire damage. Okay. Uh, then it will be Rur. All right. So we get to play with a new spell today. Okay. Uh, this is fireball, but not. Um, okay. I'm going to blast out and morph the area around the totem and the beta with good divine energy in the same radius as a fireball and I need a fortitude save from whoever applicable obviously just the beta in this situation possibly this happened possibly I don't know you can't just break it regular style it's always possible beta is going to get a uh Feeling, I don't know what this is. Uh, 23. This is Divine Wrath, and that fails. Okay. And what about and the, the totem? totem. There's a totem saves. Where are your saves? I know you have saves. There it is. Tom's gonna get a 32. 
that does not critically succeed. So the totem will take 13. Uh, the beta takes 26 and a second, and that is Divine Wrath. Okay, second one. One. Okay. Oh, cool. That's already the card I was using in my beta page, so that's perfect. Hey. Hey, thanks. How much? 26. Okay, a ten, a nine, a four, and a three. I wonder if like one of the little tiny wings, little tiny arms, and little tiny And so is this <laughs> kind of? And then I will ripples um, out across him. Move over here into cover. I just back behind this little yeah. tower a bit. Uh, I guess recall knowledge. Do I know anything in particular about a beta? Uh, what is your arcana? Eleven. Uh, you would know that they are, being black dragons, they are very resistant to acid and poison, and that they are fairly resilient to magic as well. Uh, Beta specifically being masters of illusions, almost impossibly, to, uh, almost impossible to fool with anything of the illusion school. I'll just quickly relay, it can't be tricked, and we don't really poison it, but they're resistant to that. Resmay. <laughs> We don't poison it. Let's keep not poisoning it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just keep doing what you do. Resume will turn her focus uh, to the totem and uh, start casting out uh, a dispel. Um, and her magic um, will congeal and focus in on the runes and attempt, and the magic will attempt to get in there and disrupt the magical energy. Okay. And I'm casting that as a level four. Okay. In my head, I just imagine the magic like physically manifesting and starting to like bubble away like acid at the runes. Nah, it's just flicking them really hard. <laughs> like the dying. three stooges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a totem for you too, but it'd be kind of on top oh, of Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I have the Age Vanishes pond set now, so I have all the actual stuff. Let's put it on his that, base. He's got a huge yeah. base. <laughs> 16. That's going to be a 31. Uh, so. As your magic manifests, you've been through a bunch of these, and you're, you're honestly quite familiar with how this magic works. Uh, with a fourth level to spell magic and a 31, you at this point can fairly easily actually remove the magic out from this totem. As hey. its eyes just fade dark as quickly as they ignite. And with that, the red glow of the Beta fades out. And then she's going to dive behind <laughs> that pillar behind her. It's dragon yeah. bad. Just into the corner as tight as you can get. Uh, the beta. Do you want the totem back? Seemingly, it's still there. Yeah. Seemingly unbothered by uh, the fact that the totem has been shut off. Slithers entirely up out of this tower down in front of the group of you. And uh, as he does, he reaches out, not with his maw, not with his teeth, but just with a massive one of his coils. Right, like just writhing out around him. It's not even the tail, it's just a part of his enormous body winding towards Dalren for a 29. Uh, 29 will normal hit. And with that, you are going to take seventeen bludgeoning damage as this winds around you and you are grabbed as well. Okay. Pulled up into these. It's just Darren gets grabbed there. Uh, <laughs> pulled up into these coils. I know I have 
The problem was I made quick reference decks for some of these cards to the common conditions, but I have like six quick, ref quick reference decks now, so you I don't know which quick one reference deck for quick reference. I do. Yeah. And uh, then this thing being so long, again, like 100, 150 feet, it must be in total length, head to tail. It just kind of continues coming out, these coils surging around towards Buford with a mathematics number that is 25. And that exactly just manages to uh, wrangle around him. Although, does the, um, the, the magic... No, it's not a magic thing, never mind. Magic tail. He's just, yeah, he's just, yeah. just tailing you. Uh, you are going to take 17 bludgeoning damage, and you are going to be grabbed as well. I think that's I... your fourth 17 for damage you've rolled. It's very consistent. It's been different die rolls, too. Yeah. They're just very consistently the same number. Uh, as he constricts and pulls in Dalren and Buford, wrapped up in the massive lengths that is his body. And uh, right where you want to be. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. Hey, free movement. He rumbles out, You are fools to deny me, buddy. Uh, yes, sir. And I'm going too. to just smack him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so that's um, uh, 30. A 30 will hit him. Okay, and you then. see, if your plan was to pull us into hitting range, but this is where we want to be. Uh, that's 18 damage. Uh, okay. uh, and that's bludgeoning uh, Warhammer. Um, and then I'm going to try and wriggle my way out and push off these uh, coils here. Uh, minus five. Yeah, that was also not very good. So um, I may do a session reroll here, guys. So proud. I know, I know, I know. Using the free resources. She Ooh, gets to natural day. one. This Ooh. is punished. Immediately punished. So you are very anything. stuck. Yeah. Um, and then I will just try and wedge my shield under and shield up. Okay. And uh, as we continue on here, before we go much further, Ghost of Azan with a hero point. Resume for the tactful diplomacy you tried. <laughs> you did <laughs> try. Thank you. It was a trial. You were laying it yeah. on thick. The party may I have, it. you know, changed their mind very quickly. Who was that, uh, who was that one more time? That was some Ghost of Azan, Dolren. Ah. Well, you know, little things happen, and, uh, well, diplomacy breaks down, and, well. <laughs> 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 Only one thing left, then. Um, and uh, he's actually not even too terribly concerned about being grabbed in this. Uh, he's just going to just stab this ski storm down and just almost start sawing it back and forth as he tries to drive this thing down into the body, channeling lightning in as he does so. For mm. a 35. 35 will hit. Hmm. Normal hit, huh? Normal hit on 35. Okay, uh, so that's 28 lightning damage. Alrighty. Normal hit for 28. Just barbarian. Because Just barbarian. Um, and let's do that again Ooh, <laughs> to a natural one. a natural one there. And uh, I've got one action left. Unless you can rage as a free action, I don't think you do. You are quite correct. Rrr. I'm learning now. Yeah, well, yeah. Rage is an action. You see, that worked really well the first time that I did it. So I'm just going to go on ahead and do that again. Uh, are either of you not good? 
Are you uh, asking yeah, that before you hit me with no, it? No, the spell's going off. <laughs> yeah. If you're good, it makes a difference. Dalren is not good. Okay, and what are you? He's okay, a champion. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to take the spell. Buford's been lying this, the whole time. This does literally nothing to you. You'd like, you'd see Buford just like totally like dying over there. You'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. What kind so, of save was it again? Fortitude. I uh, need one from you as well. Okay. So we get 31. Uh, that is a uh, 22. May I have some halfling luck, please? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Since you're hitting me with it. Again, this is your fault. I'd like your reroll. <laughs> 25. Fantastic. You critically succeed. Because of Juggernaut. No. Because of the spell. Uh, yeah, if you're neutral, you do one category better. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Then I doubly critical. Yeah, you doubly critical, and that is a succeed. 31's regular succeed, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. So... 21, half is 10. Okay. And I will... Uh, I'm feeling very judged right now. <laughs> Saren Ray is like, mm -hmm, I, I don't mean, know about you. You passed. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it didn't do anything to yeah, you, but you definitely felt Saren Ray looking at you. I felt the big frowny face. Over <laughs> hey, I would, yeah, I wouldn't be able to tell And I'll, um, I'll take cover. Okay. Let me just do the resume. Hey, uh, mad. Show up, poke out just a little bit, and go, uh, <laughs> and she'll just try to really quick get it off. Before she ducks back down. He rolls, uh, that's right. Um, give me that save. Uh, that's going to be the Alden Ezekiel villain point. <laughs> I'll take that one. Uh, to a natural 20. Oh, oh. okay. Well, that yeah, will critically yeah, succeed. Yeah. Villain point has paid. So as, as you cast out this spell, just if it's maybe his sheer size, maybe the literal dragonness of him, your spell appears have no effect whatsoever. Uh, I am going to stay in cover and shield. <laughs> So as you are in cover there with your shield up, uh, a further length of his body, smaller near the tail, lashes out against the tower you are hiding behind here. Uh, Resume. You mean around the whole tower? And so he's possibly through it. I don't know. Possibly <laughs> through it. <laughs> not with that roll. That's not. That's not the good for you. That's the bad. Oh, that's okay. the natural twenty again. So uh, you can't roll two twenties in a row. That's yeah, unfair. That's, 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 that's a thirty-nine on a nat twenty. Oh god. Um, that will critically succeed. Uh, uh, he can. I can actually. He will actually feel. <laughs> he's ruining his castle here, and he is. It's judge. He, he's Wrecking questioning the Hawk's it. Temple. I'm you like know, five, ten, fifteen. Okay. Her magic doesn't appear to be doing anything. So this, as this tail lashes out, it kind of curves and smashes up against the stone above you, uh, but leaves you entirely untouched. Uh, before the rest of his coils just start to constrict around the pair of you that he has grabbed. Give me a fortitude save. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Hey, nice. Both 18s. Yeah. Okay. Um, 33. Um, fortitude. 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 You'll take nothing. What, you are a strong barbarian, man. 38. 38 will also critically succeed. So as he tries to compress a literal can <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and a barbarian... <laughs> Nothing really happened, so he kind of redoubles his efforts, almost bewildered. <laughs> it's like, Crushing what? again. Give me another four, two, six. <laughs> yes, another one. Uh, uh, 35. 30, uh, math. Same thing as this before. He critically yeah. succeeds. Uh, buddy, you will take five bludgeoning damage from the crushing. 
uh, but nothing further. And it is your turn. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Return okay, okay. the favor. <laughs> we got him right where we want him. Crush him. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm going to bring down the MI hammer and try and just slowly whack this thing. I don't know. Um, okay, so that's uh, 31. Uh, 31 what? Oh, with min damage there. Oh, that's horrible. One, two, three, four, five, six damage. Woo! Woo! Bang. Love to see it. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to try and get out again, which doesn't seem to work very well, but it's about the counts. You do keep doing it at a minus five, which certainly doesn't help. But I like hitting first. <laughs> I want to hit him. If I get out, that's great. If I get out, like, I'm still a high fortitude guy, so... Um, so that is a, uh, 31, th- 26. Uh, 26 is not going to be enough to, uh, Okay, and then I will, I'm going to try and wedge my shield. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dolren. Okay, so, uh, I think I've dug this in about as good as I can go. He's going to flip the grip, change it, and try to actually rip the hook of the geese arm out, trying to get some damage in as a, as a slashing tear. Man, I'm on fire. Nice. Uh, it's another 34... 34? Yes, 34. Definitely has. There we go. So 13 and 14 is uh, 27 lightning. And with that, you are uh, starting to carve away fairly well the bits of the tail that are wound around you here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously drawing some massive gashes (laughs) through this beta. It's just so large that... You wonder how much this is really doing to killing the beast. Well, eventually, well, we'll just saw right through, right? Yeah. <laughs> then there'll be two enough, beat then the second head. <laughs> oh no! Um, uh, well, uh, having drawn some blood there and just kind of seeing just how big this thing is, uh, we'll see. Uh, well, you look pretty long there. Let's see if how how far this lightning can go. And he's just going to reach down and charge up a blast of lightning and just rip it right up the body of the beta with his Dragon Rage Lightning Breath. Um, it has a reflex save. It has a reflex save. Uh, it will get a 34. 34? 34. Okay, it's a critical success. So is this lightning, you've already cut through this thing well enough that the the lightning, is, it just seems to almost kind of shear around its scales harmlessly. Uh, rare. All right, we're moving down the list. So next spell. Next spell. <laughs> this thing has set us up in a fantastic situation. I'm going to uh, call out to it. Your faith in Dahak has abandoned you if you're left here with us and cast Crisis of Faith on it. Will say, right? That is Will, yes. Uh, I was going to 23. That fails. Uh, is he a divine caster? He is not a caster at all. Okay. He's a big snake. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, with wings. <laughs> <laughs> We're dumb. I'm We're sorry. dumb. He takes 18. <laughs> There's no excuse. <laughs> All right, let's do one action left. I'm going to hunker down. In case he decides to breathe fire. <laughs> Resume. Um, Pop out spell. Resume cover. is kind of tired of being here and being vulnerable. Um, so with a pop of magic, uh, Resume turns into a giant bat and takes off up into the air. Ooh, okay. Do you have a bat token? Uh, sure don't. So. Um. 
and well, I was not giving any warning if you turned into that. I can turn into <laughs> many things. Um, and then uh, we'll come down and um, go in for uh, a first strike. I'm not sure if. I do have a bad. But she's actually still medium sized. I'm actually hey, still medium sized. Hey, you do have a bad look from at you. Altarian. <laughs> I remember okay, that guy. Bad. And uh, we'll go in and take a, uh, a fang strike uh, at him. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a 23. A 23 is just going to hit dragon skill, not strong enough to pierce through. Okay. Um, in which case, um, she'll uh, duck back out and start circling around. Around him? No, no, just like this back. Yeah, like there okay. you go. <laughs> yeah. Fair so enough. And, uh... Actually, I don't know if... This beta, as... You guys are stuck in the quills here and it's squeezing and seeing near nothing happens. With almost a furious roar, it opens his mouth and just bites down on Dalren, who is very please. electric and does not feel good. And he would <laughs> like you to please stop. Uh, please gonna... bite himself. <laughs> yeah. just, it's just high rollers to fight. <laughs> you can't roll that dice. That's the new killer. That's the, that's that's the one they three. gave me. That's three 20s <laughs> in a row. They gave me this. It's rolled three 20s. That's that is three. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> so a natural, a natural twenty, as he bites down on you. Roll it two more times. And I'm going to. Uh, I'm somehow, somehow right next to you. <laughs> somehow the shield. I'm going to try and bring up the shield and just wedge it into his mouth. Although the momentum might still crush Dalren a bit. Yeah, I mean his mouth is so large it absolutely will dwarf your shield arm here, but it will keep a lot of his fangs away from Dalren. Uh, so are you taking this? I don't remember how I this can't, works. I can't. Uh, oh, right, right, not yet. It just, you, you just block, but it's yeah. still Dalren. Unfortunately, this is a mag magic shield. Oh, jeez. So it's, it's about to get some holes put through it. <laughs> You're going to get hit for 42. Okie dokie. Okie Uh, so what's That's the shield minus hardness? six. Minus six. Okay, that helps. <laughs> 36, and the shield takes 36 damage. And it's it just totally gets broke. smashed. Just right gets now. obliterated. <laughs> Thanks, Renavo. Thanks, Renavo. You the man. As the beta draws back, <clears throat> this shield utterly rent in its fangs. Uh, it is then going to uh, as well just turn over and bite down on Buford as well. Mad. Or not a natural pony. We got, we got there. A 27. Uh, and without my shield, it hits. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfortunate. He did just eat the shield. <laughs> and you are going to take 14 piercing damage. Okay. And then as he bites down on uh, each of you and pulls his head back, confused... Die and just squeezes again. <laughs> Why won't you die? We get that on. Woo, oh, nat 20. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> with 18 plus. Uh, like, too angry to, to die. Uh, I may use a hero. Oh. I'm breaking fumbus. No way. Breaking the fumbus no coin. No, I know. Universe. I know. Uh, which is four. considerably better. Yeah. 
Okay, so that is a, uh, that's a 25. Uh, 25, because he is sick and is going to succeed. Uh-huh. You can't squeeze quite as hard because you don't want to tell me he doesn't feel good. Uh, <laughs> you're going to take six bludgeoning damage from the constriction. Second okay. value. Yeah, the vomit comet is real. I'm afraid if he decides to vomit, it's going to cover, like, this entire Buddy. area. Okay, I am going to uh, try and wrestle myself out of here. First time, you know, first day. Okay, so that's not great. Uh, that is a um, 27. 27 is not going to get you away from the beta. He is very, very large. Can I uh, wrangle my second shield off of my back? Uh, you can. You just need to make a flat check uh, okay. because you're grappled, trying yeah. to retrieve an item and manipulate action. Okay, flat check. I'm going to use this blue dice. Uh, Hey. hey! Hey! Okay, fifteen. So yeah, you you can uh, you can manage to pull your shield out. And then, I guess do I have to like? Do I just pull it out? I think it's shield like... you just pull out. I don't think you have oh, to like okay, okay. equip like, or like attach armor. It to my armor. armor you have to suit into oh, okay. your shield. I'm pretty sure you can just. Do... It's a, a center grip. You're fine. Yeah. My shield. <laughs> just got the little <laughs> strap and the post just hang out. Yeah, that's pretty much it. They're all bucklers, really. We only use bucklers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, new shield, Doran. All right, <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work. This one. <laughs> Um, uh, so as this thing just, just locks around him, it's just trying to crush him, and it's just not working. Doran <laughs> so, literally too angry to die. It's just, uh, Doran just kind of laugh, la they'll just literally laugh in his face. Uh, is this all the strength you've saved after centuries of guarding this ruin? And stash, slash him again. Uh, 33. 33 will hit, and as you stab it, and we'll call down, you are a fool to taunt Madrad! Uh, 24 lightning damage. Uh, he's actually dead and doesn't say anything. <laughs> you are a fool to taunt me. How dare you defy the you master are, of animals? You are a fool to taunt me. <laughs> <laughs> gets electrified. <laughs> and uh, just kind of twitching and surging, spasming a bit as he gets shocked. The coils just slump off of the two of you, leaving this enormous corpse behind as the beta falls down onto the stone. Now just a giant kind of obstacle that's the, here. The bat is going to do an awesome little bat victory dance and behind then turn the back into Resume. Well, uh... That was a. Uh, that was something that happened. Interesting series oh, no. of events. <laughs> well, it was a good try, Resume, but I guess diplomacy was doomed from the start. But we didn't know. We learned. We did. We did do a good effort there. I feel like we, you know, we came up to it with the right, right idea, and you know, sometimes these things just don't work out. That 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 is true. That is true. All right, all right, I get it. The joke's on me. No, 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 no. no. You, you did, did great. You did really a good job. It would have been fine really if that Beta actually wasn't, you know, a servant evil. of the evil dragon god that we happen to be declare, have declared war on. Yeah, but we went about it the right way. I'm really happy that we went about it, you know. Well to done to with him. the totem, by the way. That and was that very too. good. You definitely got the hang of that. That yeah. does also show us that not all of the followers here know our appearances. 
Well, we haven't left any alive to report back. Well, we've left some. Good yeah, some have gotten some away. That's run true. Off. That's true. Give me a minute. I, I have to do something for Asphus, or he's gonna be really mad at me. We definitely well, need not some just, fangs. Not just a trophy, but uh, I, there's a great deal of dragon hide here. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna go carve it up for you. Just be patient. And while you're, uh... <laughs> you can make like thirty black dehyde bodies out of this. I'm sure. Yep. I'm gonna go carve me up some dragon. So this thing is enormous, and uh, its hide is dragon scale. And while not quite as solid uh, or as impregnable, clearly, as a true dragon's, carving it proves to be surprisingly difficult because it is certainly far too hard to get through with standard knives. Uh, while you can beat at it, and in your rage, you can get your sand blade through it swinging as hard as you can, basically... It seems beyond hopeless to try to. If I were a master at crafting kind of, today, this would be a it would be like a master at survival. So really, um, to uh, I happen to have uh, well, we actually have two plus one striking long swords in our possession, uh, which might. If your be big goal enough. is to get like a chunk of dragon hide that you have that is neat. You could certainly do that. If your goal is to, like, skin it or carve it off we in any points. way appropriately... Well, I think well can we, I ask a question? want to be able to work it, I guess. G- give me a minute. Yeah, yeah. Now that it's dead, is it an object? It is an object, categorically, yes. Then why don't I just shrink it, wait until we're somewhere where somebody actually does know how to do it, and then we can blow it back up later. Shrink item is the greatest <laughs> spell in the world. I'm aware of this. Is it, does it have a limit? I mean, this is 80 pretty bulk. Oh, 80 bulk. Oh, yeah, that's true. Probably not. I, mean, I don't know. This might I, be pushing it. I, I don't know. I feel like the beta may, is probably so over there's there. A volume, hey. There's a volume limitation of eight, of 20 by 20 by 20. It's a cube. 20 foot cube is the volume limitation. And but it, I, I don't know. We could also cut it in half. Yeah, yeah, we could just, just cut, cut it half in half, of it and then I'll shrink <laughs> half of it down. Can we shrink both Beat up halves? Butchering. <laughs> no, we can shrink both halves and keep the whole thing. I have a piece of chalk. I'm going to start putting dotted lines on the beta. <laughs> <laughs> well, this I is... mean, I can't argue with that. If the beta is too large and you have two plus one we strength, <laughs> you can just hack through the general middle of the beta. beta and then shrink the bigger part of it. Yeah. You can shrink both parts. Yeah, of that's it. what I'm going to do. If you have two of those. I do. Sorcerers, but do you have three of those? Yeah. Okay. Well, then we're fine. Yeah. Three um, exactly. I would say you could, you could definitely cut in half and shrink down either end of it. Cool. Without any. That's what we're just gonna do the whole thing in two separate pieces. Probably fit in the palm of your hand. Salt. Pack it in salt. (laughs) (laughs) It's just. It's also It's emergency rations too. I wonder how the nutrients. Like, would one bite of that? Have you set for like a week? I don't, I, I, you would wind it's taking. It's not Lembus oh, Dragon. I, it would be fine until you pooed, and then it would grow back. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it would be but... the greatest poo the world has ever seen. Oh, that's how you set record poops. <laughs> I think that's actually what would happen. <laughs> space to expand so if you ate this little gummy worm that you just made it's it's tiny it's not 
This is the future of the rations. Bulk, the bulk goes down, right? It's not like neutron star density. It's still like you yeah, can yeah, yeah, yeah. It's light bulk. You can just eat it, and then you would literally crap out half of a mountain. Like, <laughs> we have found the future of, of trail rations. You just shrink down Why? a wheel of cheese. There's no benefit. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> it's like the only part that expands is the aftermath. Exactly. Pooping. So, I've been pooping a lot. lot. Surprise your friends. Exactly. <laughs> Have some jerky. Oh God, why? <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> I don't think look, the pizza was ready for us. This is definitely how it would function. Like, there's no part of the text to shrink item that implies it would work in any other way. So okay. it has so to have the room to that's expand. That's what's happening. Coming out of your butt gives it because the room. Because it doesn't, if, if it's... Wait, would it have to wait for the whole thing to come out? I don't so know. So it's a normal poop, and then the whole thing's done, and it just... <laughs> 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 I believe it, the toilet just explodes. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, no, because it needs room to expand, so it wouldn't destroy your toilet. It would just, like... Somewhere sit down, down the line. It would be like the side of your fucking... <laughs> No, no, you flush no, no. it. What are we doing? <laughs> you flush it, and we when it when it goes end. out the sewage on the other side, it just explodes. <laughs> Chamber pot. Oh you no! You leave it for the innkeeper. <laughs> Dumps it out. Why? <laughs> oh. For what reason? Because pranks Unless are you fun. You just hate the innkeeper. Because <laughs> he gave me. Apple we don't have Yelp and Galarian, so, you know, if you give me terrible service, <laughs> I'm going to leave the straight kind of beta in your chamber pot. And, like, you can deal with the consequences It'll literally immediately after. <laughs> oh. The shrink item beta. There's the 4th of July stream theming right there. Oh, my God. They have oh those. Those where you burn them and they just, and they just yeah. it's like the big, it would just do those that, but a million times worse. Like, I can't breathe so much. Oh my god. We're, we have we're, discovered. We're adults. We have discovered the untold legends of how to use this spell properly. The problem. undiscovered realize, country. Realize that the is. terrible potential of eating shrunk item giant meat. No one, no one can be trusted with this power. You can know this. This is forbidden. <laughs> okay. Oh no. Okay. Okay. You save this beta until you finish with the Cinder Claws. Once you've slain their leader, <laughs> take a five-minute break and then run out right as fast as you can. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, he's in this base anymore. It's filled with one beta's worth of. <laughs> you, you've heard of eat shoots and leaves. This is eat yeah. leaves. So yeah, you can shrink the two halves of the beta. Yes, and the and the totem. And the totem. Yes. And, and um, you can collect. Don't eat the totem. I'm not gonna eat the totem, but we have to rest here because. Um, you may have to hack it. Into oh. several pieces, but I mean, you would yeah. be able to still get yeah. like a shrink item. You'd be able to get a fairly I want large a reasonable piece that, piece that yeah. I can we can use Again, to make. Again, even our... in half, I'm not sure you can take the entire. <laughs> That's thing with fine, you. but you can Enough. take a large, a large We're gonna portion. Take 160, take 160 bulk, bulk worth. Yes. Yeah, a large portion of the beta of the beta shrunken down with. You. As long as it includes the How much the is trail ration? Kind of a like weight wise, it's just light, it's right? Light, I'm pretty sure. Stop going off the rails. 
I'm not. I'm no, doing it are. in my head. No, you are. I'm taking it. this party and I'm putting it back <laughs> on the shark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you end up with two massive lengths of a shrunken beta carcass. And as you go to the totem and start performing your uh, magic there, another the third ten minute cast. I mean, you guys will have been here for literally a full half hour I while Resmond is working to heal us. Thank you. So. I also need the healing. I can heal all of us. Cool. So. Yeah, during this time, you can do a, a pair of medicine checks here. And move this huge pile of buggered tokens away from the part of the GM screen. What, I need, what are you? Are you just uh, going for master natively now? No. Oh, you going for expert? I don't know if you became expert, a master in medicine. I, I, I'm master. These are just expert because we're, we're not like dying. That's fair. No one's in the immediate danger no. of dying. That succeeds, and that succeeds. So two d eight. Plus 10 health restored to, I imagine, everyone who's hurt. 48 two plus people 20. At once. No, I, because my, I'm master. Oh, yeah. oh, I, oh, master means you can do everyone. You can actually treat all four people yeah. simultaneously. Yeah. Okay. For about 30 minutes, you're getting... I'm... 45. Oh, cool. That's just enough. Just yep. enough. Everyone yep, gets 45. That's get almost as much as my there. entire health bar. That's pretty ah, solid. Almost half of mine. And uh, along with that, Rur... <laughs> Coming from Saiyan Fox 10 for the uh, recent conversation. <laughs> Don't encourage him. Oh. Take, they, they keep giving me points as if they want to see more of the things that I do. Take the zero points. That was from who? That was from Saiyan, Saiyan Fox. Fox 10. And uh, as you move in, as you're being treated and look into this tower, uh, it becomes evident that there is much more in this central turret than just a totem. Uh, or the rest of the totems were set up on small stands that were implanted a little into the ground, but they're not really anchored or anything. They're largely just standing there. This one seems to be laying under a literal dragon's hoard of glimmering coins. Silvers, coppers, golds, uh, as well as several other items that look to be of exceptional value scattered throughout this heap. It's an actual dragon sword. Before we touch anything. That is a thing that they do, yes. I'm going to start inspecting anything that looks slightly golden. Uh, give me a craft check. I know you'd need to borrow his alchemical tools or you'd need to do it because yeah, you have your own. Nah. I'm, okay. I'll, I'll, yeah. You guys can both make me yeah, craft we checks can just to uh, independent out. verification. 28. 29. Uh, both of you would determine that they, these are minted gold coins. These are like actual money. From the inner sea region, not just little pieces of gold, and they seem to be completely free of any of this taint. They seem to have come from elsewhere, uh, gathered perhaps over centuries to this Beta's mounds. And in total, there's about 310 gold coins scattered through a nest of 2,400 silver pieces and 8,500 coppers. A literal mound of money. Okay. Keeped around the foot of this totem. 310, 2400, 8500. Nice going. Like almost squaring. There's actually a formula to convert um, coins into bulk. And. I believe a thousand a coins is one bulk. Because we have a bag of holding. Yeah, we have a bag of holding. <clears throat> yeah, but your bag of holding that. also does have a limit. And this is about 10 bulk of money. How much bulk? Do, so we have a month's worth of supplies, and how many potions did they give us? Twelve. The potions 15. are negligible. 
Well, the potions are light, actually. Are they? Oh, yeah. I thought they were nothing. Yeah, no, potions know. are light. Um, 15. I think some consumables are nothing. 15, so your, your bag has a capacity of 25 bulk. Um, so... How much would a month of rations take? A month of rations is... For five people. Five people's rations, which are light, light for a day, I believe. Yes. No, I think they're actually light for a week. I think... No, it's no I think it's light, light for a day. Light for a day. Light light for a day. day. Yeah. So five of you times, let's just say 30 days, is 150, so it's 15 bulk. So your yeah. coins, these this hoard will fill the rest of your bag of holding. I'm down. It will be full of just money and food. Honestly, we'll put the food that's on the top. way to live life. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. <laughs> we... we have potions. We'll have to find another home somewhere well, else. We have pockets. We have pockets. Yeah, we have pockets and packs. This is such a hoard. It will completely fill your bag of holding. Honestly, this is our payment for doing all of these shenanigans. So, like, as far as we're concerned, this but is awesome. Along <laughs> with this, there are also some other artifacts of interest. Scattered throughout the pile here. And yeah, between your detect magic and your radar, you would be able to determine that all of them are magical. Uh, there is a black shield. Aha! Uh -huh. Three shields. Considerably less broken than I'm guessing the one outside. <laughs> the Vita did powder your shield, unfortunately. But he just goes, but, uh, ah <laughs> that's, that's part of his teeth, though. Uh, a black iron shield that appears to have fairly long, almost like six inch. Spines. Uh -huh. It seemed to nearly be growing out of the thing. Uh, a pair of gloves that are actually already emblazoned with uh, iconography of Serenray upon the back of each leathered hand. How convenient. And a small oak wand that appears to almost be just untreated raw wood that is just capped on its base with a small onyx gemstone. And at the other end, doesn't actually paper to a point like a wand normally does. In fact, it forks in a two. Does it look like a, just a twig with an onyx cap on the bottom? Kind of. But the, the magic would tell you that it has a, an evocation aura with your read aura. <clears throat> um, Resme will get really, really excited, like a 19-year-old would at Christmas. And um, she will kind of like look like almost a little twitchy as she's sort of looking at all of like the magic items and stuff. And uh, I'll try to identify. Meanwhile, with quick identify. scooping coins with his shield. Darn's holding the bag. <laughs> so I'll give you the gloves will be easy enough because you've already identified these before. And in fact, you already have a pair. This is another pair of healer's gloves. But these are special. They, they, they have Saren Ray on them. Yeah. So they're special. Oh, okay. So special. I mean, they, yeah, they, they have Serenite iconography on them. But uh, but the magic is very similar to what you, what you have. That sounds like I'm cash. Gonna, I'm going to... Put those on and sell the old ones. Because, yeah. Saren Ray has intervened here. Yes. Uh, the shield, as you look it over, uh, these five spines growing out of it don't even appear to be smooth. They're almost jagged and barbed mm -hmm. in a way. And what are you identifying this with? Uh, whatever you tell me, but Arcana. I mean, it's whatever possible. you're identifying magic's whatever your highest spellcasting thing is. Uh, with a 13, you would be able to identify that the, the magic in his shield's a little bit interesting. So, downside, the steel shield. So, downside is the similar to the uh, spell blocking shield one. Yeah, that it's, it's one go not really for blocking. Yeah. Especially not blocking humongous betas. Yeah. Um, especially not blocking humongous beta critical hits. Right. <laughs> but uh, the upside is that each of these individual spines, all five projecting out of the shield, are powerfully warded to functionally 
be plus one striking shield spikes uh, that you can swing with. But they protect the somewhat flimsy shield itself. Uh, as they are extending out from the shield, when the shield is struck, the plus one striking shield spikes will take damage before the actual shield does and have to be broken and destroyed independently before the actual shield starts taking damage. They almost kind of intelligently intervene, huh. uh, moving the shield itself to bring them to bear as effectively as possible. Uh, every time that the... Uh, <coughs> The damage the shield is hit hard enough, it is going to break spines off, but they literally all have to be snapped off of the shield before the shield itself can take any damage. Huh. Additionally, so it's like it has a bunch of temporary health pools. There is a strange aspect of regeneration to this shield, and overnight all of the spines will regrow. Hmm. Additionally, you can uh, activate the shield with your other hand or the hand that's holding it with an interact action to shoot one of the spines off of the shield. <laughs> Just okay. aim it. And this <laughs> same magic that guides them to protect the shield itself makes them near unerringly accurate up to over 100 feet. Wow. It's my sniper shield. Pew. <laughs> okay. Well, this is, okay, not what I was uh, thinking about today, but... They are just sporting out what looks almost randomly from the face of the shield itself. This little shield of mine. When I was first thinking about it in my head, I was thinking that they were like along the edges for some reason, so that you could like hit people with it rather than. Okay, and uh, okay, so I guess I'll, I'll just talk to you later about like. Everything. So it has the same amount of damage reduction. Well, that's that's what shield. you know about it. Because oh, okay, without a critical success, that's what you know. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know that it's defensively no stronger than a steel shield. Uh, other than that it has these spikes in there, and for convenience of use, the spikes are plus one striking shield spikes. They can do anything a plus one striking uh, okay, shield okay, spike okay, can do. Okay, okay, okay. And if you shoot them, they're still plus one striking shield spikes. They're just ranged now. The specifics of how they break and how the shield takes damage, you don't actually know. Okay, I, was just, I just didn't know if the shield spikes were 1d6 or not. But if they're just regular shield spikes, then yeah. They're, they are plus one striking shield spikes okay. as the weapon just, shield uh, spikes. That's just what I'll say. Yeah, I'll give you that much just in people words again so you understand yeah, yeah, what yeah, to yeah. roll and how to use them. Okay. Uh, the last thing, the strange little wand. I wonder. You would also be able to identify this is a metamagic wand. Ooh. And metamagic wands in second edition are kind of neat. It's it's not a metamagic rod like what one he had where you could hold and it would just you could apply its metamagic to your own spells. It is a metamagic wand. Uh, this one a wand <clears throat> of lightning bolt. So while this one it is a wand that can cast lightning bolt once per day, like a wand is wont to do. But it is a modification of the widening metamagic. Normally, if you used widen metamagic on a lightning bolt, it would go further. But this one with the two-pronged actually expands the width of the beam. If you carry your once-per-day lightning bolt out of this wand, will not be a line. It will be a 15-foot line going down uh -huh. a line and the two adjacent lines next to that. Wow. That's in a, a little blast. more than just expanding that. It's like it's a, a sheet of lightning yeah. crackling this out. This is a hyper beam that comes out of it. But it is a wand, so you can only shoot it once per day. It's so nice. it's a wand of widened lightning. A wand of literally widened lightning bolt. Yes. 15 foot wide lightning. 15 foot sheet of electricity. And there's a mega cannon. Yeah. <laughs> Just crackling down. 
I can't tell Dalren about this. I have to show him. This is right after I use my dragon breath, yes. so I feel particularly oh, inadequate. Oh, one of those! Boom! <laughs> I was just like, that was so cute. it is a. The downside of of being a wand is that it will always just be lightning bolt a third level spell because mm-hmm. unlike a staff, it's not your magic. It's the yeah, wand's no, magic, it's the so wand's it's never magic. Gonna, like, yeah, scale up. it's third level. But still, it is a third level giant giga cannon. We <laughs> now have shoot. another AOE for dealing with the mine shaft. Oh jeez, yeah, we kill like freaking twenty-five bogarts at once. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> Just that fifteen fireballs, more divine wraths. If that doesn't break their morale, I, I don't know what else will. Clearly, descendant clause of one. <laughs> we, no, so, we just we poop the, their dragon on them. Uh, Along with that, the totem the that the beta was protecting seems itself to be constructed slightly differently. Uh, This totem looks almost rougher. Not that it was made with uh, less effort, with less skill, but almost like it was just older. It was made Made before the the system had really been perfected. And along with that, it does not have sockets in the eyes where the smoke and fire and these beams emanated from. It actually has two gemstones set where the eyes should be to channel the magic. Huh? Sounds like let's knock those out of there real quick. Two black fire opals of astounding quality here. Can I have earrings? Can we please? They're probably <laughs> worth 200 gold each. Okay, I can't have earrings. I like the money. <laughs> but one Big old eggs. But one day. This Beta's hoard was exceptional value. Whew. I don't mean to be mercenary or anything, but that was really nice. That was uh, rewarded for effort. That was quite. Uh, that was quite a, a stash this beta had. I wonder how it came by all of it. Would you like me to tell you? Stole it. Eight people. I'm sure, the followers of Dahak gave it some of this. Yeah, probably. Hi. <laughs> Hello, village. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And then his little hands go and pick up all Go the and coins. pick up all the little coins. Go through pockets. That's, that's why he it's has the dumb little salamander hands. It's not the walk with it. No, it's to get it's the money. money. <laughs> it's pretty much how this it happened. This is the money snake. Excellent. Resume puts on a puppet show showing you exactly how it happened. Because <laughs> she's feeling particularly whimsical. So, after uh, what would probably be the better part of an hour in the <clears> early <throat> afternoon, healing up, identifying these things, and attempting to just collect the incredible amount of wealth that the money snake has left behind. <laughs> what? What's? All of the money snakes. <laughs> no, it's a new holiday. You're making Today's it really date. hard for me to do anything today. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we need our straight-faced anchor man. Yeah. That's what happens. This is how off the rails we go. The big black money snake. You have another totem, a red one now, having been dismantled, dispelled, and shrunken down now. The only one you still have on you. But that's one more piece of the Sunday Clause defenses removed. Um, now that I have it um, shrunk down, um, I'm going to use Produce Flame, and I'm going to light it up. Because there's no point in keeping them anymore. I just needed it to be small enough so that I could actually set it on fire. And this one almost catches easier than the previous yeah. ones, as it seems to just be more raw wood. Uh, and a few minutes of burning and crackling, somewhat ironically, the fire pillar would burn away. 
uh, left to just charred bits of wood and ash. Yeah, I'm sure you can break up further to make sure it does no other bad things to you. Does the pile of ash rapidly grow? Don't say things like that. Why no, are you because the spell duration isn't over yet. Good point. Ha. Got it, but does actually have a only like 10. Is, is it an hour? Or? I don't know. Point is, whatever, it's gone. Um, um, do you guys want to stay here or do you want to continue on? Uh, the sites of the totem seem to be, the last time we returned, we stayed or returned to a site of a totem, we ran into a cinder cop patrol, probably looking to see what had gone wrong with it. Um, but, uh, so staying here prefers probably not a good idea. And if we had Espus or something, we could just, like, try and hide real good, because he's really good at that, but, um... Well, we could use the opportunity to explore this temple. If this is a temple of Dahak, there might be clues It's here. not much larger than what you saw during the battle. The, the ah. stone platform is about square off to what would have been a little past the corner of what you can see. Uh, it, it was once uh, much like what, uh, what you'd found with Stoutmore, but even smaller than that. And this was an open-air temple with no walls or anything. just these three pillars. <clears throat> uh, as you look around, though, you can make more sense now of the lower areas of these towers as you can go and inspect the carvings and it looks to be the coiling not, not so much a snake but almost the, the tail of a serpentine dragon that had been winding up into something once upon a time hmm. but that's long been lost now and the floors itself don't really hold any kind of secrets fair enough then hmm. uh, does the environment change at all now that the totem is gone or does this just seem to be natural not, not immediately no uh the swamp does not like fade away over the course of hours or anything, so it's impossible to tell okay. if this had warped it. Well, let's see. I suppose we could uh, try to get out of here. Try to, yeah. So, our, do, do we want to start heading back over to the to the mine to try to rendezvous with Esmus? Yeah. We may be able to lose our trail a bit in the river, too. That little river. We'll be crossing the larger we tributary. We could uh, right over there. walk along the tributary a little bit and try and lose lose tracks. I like that. And it might actually be worth it to cut south for a bit just to see what else is there first. Uh, that we do have a missing uh, area we haven't been to yet. And we don't know what the other side of the Cinderclaw Fortress looks like, although that's quite a bit of ways away. Okay. Um... Just keep in mind, I'm I'm pretty spent for today, so let's try to take it easy. Right, of course. No, we should just get withdraw to a safe distance and try to make camp. Okay. We're pulling your way back out into the swamp, some distance away to the best little bastion of dry land you can find, without having to travel much more than a, a couple of miles. This... It did seem rather odd that the uh, marsh swamp totem was a fire. What? I don't know why this marsh was here. It seems really odd. I think it might be natural. Oh. It is a very strange connection and definitely in no way related to the fact that the GM mixed up the red and the orange totems. It definitely wasn't supposed to be the acid totem, if that's what you're implying. Ah. Um, okay, we never mind. Never then. Implied the GM nah, was I would never say that. Definitely, there's, there's no just, way that no, I read any part made of this wrong. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, yeah, exactly. It's okay. just, it's a weird, it's a weird fact weird. indeed. A mystery that'll be left to, uh, all I mean, time, perhaps. We can never get Cinder Claw's motivations mean, here. I, I, I would just think that, you know, because the beta is here with such a master of illusion magic, that this is just going to ripple and turn into whatever it was supposed to be originally. Yeah, that's definitely, that makes way right. more sense a than the mixed up to the totems. Or this yep. could all just be a swampy fever dream. No, because then that means we don't have our money. No, no, no. I meant the fact that that was the wrong totem. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. It does make sense to be a fire totem this far out here, though. That would be the first one that they started with. That would yeah. really make sense. 
So, as you uh, find a good place to rest, I assume Resume is going to set up some camp again. Give me that survival check. I'm just holding this d20 for no particular reason, you know. It's just going to be a 7. You can reroll it if you want. Uh, I will. You positive use your luck for Didn't, hitting yeah, him with the save. Did, yeah. Oh, yeah, so, yeah you, uh, you, know that, you get that first one. Yeah, yeah because you shot it. me with your own spells. So. Um, yeah. You yeah, have a daily resource. It's, 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 it's still going to be a 20. Normally. You do normally. Bit of an abrupt ending here. Uh, at this point, our power actually did go out. So that's actually in the session right there. But, hey, it's not the worst, honestly. We were winding down anyway. Had dealt with the totem and getting ready to assault the mines, which we certainly wouldn't want to do without being able to confer with Esphus. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.